Welcome to the Planescape, where good and evil clash, where law and order maintain their delicate balance, the battleground for gods and monsters. Many heroes have written their legends in the stars of the Astral Sea, but these are not their stories. The Per Aspera and her crew, Kiana, Finbar, Virla, and Danny, may not be the stuff of legends yet, but they're definitely rolling with difficulty. Hello, and welcome back to Rolling with Difficulty, the adventures of the crew of the Paraspora. I am always are your uh, humble dungeon master, <laughs> Austin. Uh, <laughs> we're off to a good strong start already. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I, as yeah. always, am your humble dungeon master, Austin, with all of our wonderful players. Say hello, everyone. Hey. Hello. hello, everyone. Sup? Virla- <laughs> Noir, Everyone's we talked here. about this. <laughs> yeah, but I still do it. <laughs> Uh, we're so excited to be back and to have you back. Last week, I promised a very relaxing episode and then delivered a huge knockdown, drag out, fight, gut punch at the end instead. So this mm-hmm, week, mm-hmm. you have my word. Uh, no drama, just easygoing slice of life on the Astral Sea. Um, Insight. Oh, uh, sure. Insight. DM's Insight. <laughs> Don't believe you. Natural I one. Uh, do you have something? Minus one, so zero. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Danny's insider? Keep, your keep insider? those going. Keep those going. Um, uh, yes. Well, I got an, uh, a dirty 19, but you don't need to oh, tell me huge. if you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also Austin, got a dirty 19. Austin just like sends Holy crap. The, all of the DM notes that he's prepped for this episode. <laughs> DM notes. <laughs> Here's what happens tonight. Click, 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 Incredible. click. Incredible. No, we actually do have something special and unique yes. at the beginning of this episode. Yes. Uh, I'm actually just going to throw it over to uh, Sophia to yes, do that. Yes, please. I will catch that unwrap it and it opened it up because it's a it's a promo but <laughs> we got another um great really cool DD actual play podcast that we're just kind of partnering with to give a little shout out to because they're great um so the homebrew a DD play podcast is a sci-fi skinned DD fifth edition adventure an epic space opera focused on characters and storytelling set in a brutal universe riddled with cryptic alien temples, psychotic space cults, and tyrannical intergalactic corporations. It's equal parts chaos, emotion, and shenanigans, which, you know, we here at Rolling With Difficulty love ourselves some shenanigans, even if we don't remember them after coming back from the Feywild. They publish weekly everywhere fine podcasts can be found. Just search for The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. And uh, these these guys are really, really cool. They do some very fun sci-fi skinned D&D stuff, which, you know, we're sort of an alt D&D style show, too. So we got to We got to rep rep them there. I was going to say that. That synopsis sounds very familiar. <laughs> it's a very cool show. If you're if you're looking for more D and D fix in between our uploads, definitely go give them go go check them out. Uh, and we're very excited to be able to give them a little shout out on the show. So shout out to the Homebrew, a D and D play podcast. Back to you, Austin. I'm gonna oh. wrap this back up, seal the envelope, and chuck it over to you. <laughs> Did you what catch it? Yeah, I'm gonna drop that metaphor like a hot potato and go <laughs> right into the beginning of the, <laughs> the episode. Don't shame I'm me. I'm going to uh scoop it up and put it back in the pot before it gets ruined and nobody can eat it so <laughs> the metaphor is a hot potato Monch, monch, monch. Uh, we can't have this and the potato? can't have this Scene. potato be cold thank you to everyone who just <laughs> yes and did this <laughs> so anyway last episode time <laughs> last time on rolling with difficulty last time on rolling, last time with, on rolling with difficulty last time uh you guys got to celebrate after <laughs> many trials and tribulations uh between <laughs> Between hell, between Acheron, between 
saving Finbar's home in the Feywild. You finally got a chance to put up your feet, eat a good, well, an even better than normal meal with Finbar aboard. Uh, of course. A meal surrounded by good-natured people who were interested about you. Partook of these these uh, treats, left the Feywild with some uh, some new gifts of your own. Very exciting. Some of you <laughs> remembered this, some of you not so much. And returned to your ship with the intention of finally finishing out on this contract you took with... Uh, with Uncle Otto. Mm, yes. At, at this point, a weeks ago, uh, after the it's probably fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's probably it's okay. fine. I don't know if you guys are worried about. Uh, <laughs> upon arriving back in the ship, you found that uh, most things seemed to be in order. However, there was a stowaway, old acquaintance, once potential enemy, potential ally. Now, in the wind, Ioni came to warn Kiana that after. All this time, the people who were looking for her had finally found her. Former mentor from the Cenobium Tenebris that she hails from, Prior Sephram, was aboard and threatened Annie. A fight broke out. She grabbed Kiana, made a break for it, but a combination of good decisions and powerful abilities, in spite of some bad roles, you guys were able to <laughs> defeat Sephram and... Kiana delivered the final blow, sending her body sailing over the edge of the ship and plummeting down past Sigil into the outlands many, many miles below. <laughs> you guys plane shifted back to the Astral Sea, and it is here that we find ourselves that low, perfectly in pitch, uh, harmonized hum gently filling the air as the ship slowly makes its way through that mirrored surface of the sea, uh, the ripples spreading their way behind the ship. It has been quite quite the last couple hours, I should say, uh, between <laughs> returning from the Firewild and then the fight. So let's go around around the ship and uh, see what everyone is up to. Danny, what is what is Danny up to currently? Yeah, down in the boiler room, uh, sirens blaring. Wee 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 wee! There's steam hissing out everywhere because um, the last episode is part of the fight. Danny shot a hole into the boiler of the ship and at least a magic surge. Um, so not only is she blue, but she is rushing around the engine room trying to fix anything that's broken as fast as possible so that the tranquility of the Astral Sea is not broken uh, by us exploding mid-flight. So she's just like in, in the zone fully. <laughs> First thing, it's the motive force generator that Great. blew up. Names. Woo. <laughs> Second thing, go ahead and make a uh, craftsman's check. This would be, uh, I guess, tink yeah, Tinker's Tools. You know the drill, double proficiency plus intelligence. Yeah. Over the course of several hours to try and solve this dilemma you created for yourself. Uh, that's a 19. Hmm. 19? Oh, yes, hold on. Can Plug take the health action on this? <laughs> Could Plug assist? <laughs> uh, if Plug is better at using tools than you are, Plug can take the health action. Otherwise, you could help Plug. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, with a with a <laughs> driver and his little kitty paws. Pl Plug is more dexterous than Danny, so theoretically, if it was a dexterity thing and not an intelligence thing, he would be better with tools than. <laughs> Your cat's more. I guess that makes Danny. sense. My cat is one point more we... dexterous than I am. Yes. Oh, okay. That's well, right. if we're ever in trouble, we'll need Plug to pick the lock. I guess. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We've had a rogue He's this our whole rogue. time. He's our rogue. <laughs> We've had a captain this whole time. <gasps> yeah, so you're able to take some... Uh, <laughs> you, 
You guys. Oh, no Captain <laughs> oh, no. Charisma. I love you guys. Uh, you're able to turn down some of the motive force to prevent this thing from overloading with this hole in it, as well as basically weld metal to like patch it up and keep the engine run, uh, the, the generator running as it should. The boat does not need to stop. Probably I need 50 need, cc's of you know, mental uh, power. Where's my carburetor? Where's that um atom wrench? Beer I need the... I need a, I need, I need head step. <laughs> Captain, engines are at full. <laughs> You're completely alone in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking to plug. Just a little Did role play. Something? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the walkie-talkies are Doing on, so the intercom, so everyone can hear it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, holding Finbar's up like different door random in the items. kitchen. Uh, just, like, just talking to herself again. All right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like like Vine style, putting random objects on your head to signify different characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Captain, engines are full. Aye, aye, sir. <laughs> just Alucard, you've got a couple of dolls of everyone sitting on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> All of them suspiciously blue now. <laughs> oh, oh God, that's, I'm yes, that's true. Fantastic. You're able to patch it. Uh, the ship runs fine. You're probably going to need some more time to make this you know, sing sweet like it's supposed to, make it so that there doesn't seem to be a, a patch job, but it's going to be all right. You're going to be okay, uh, baby, you're probably I'm sorry. to turn the engine fully off to do that, but you're going to get to brass, not even at a limp, at a decent pace, and then you can do full repairs uh, at your leisure in brass or somewhere else as well if you prefer. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, Finbar, you hear all that. What is Finbar up to after all of this? <laughs> um, he's... Uh, merely prepping for the next uh, expedition out or keeping an eye out uh, in case something is still on the ship Uh, but he's basically just cleaning the kitchen after uh, Plug got uh, everywhere Uh, cabinets have been um, blown open ingredients (laughs) all over the ground I like that Finbar's concern is Plug having messed up the kitchen and not the evil monk who just threw hands in the kitchen not like an hour ago (laughs) she barely knocked it we took care of that yeah, she's she, pretty agile. She was uh, fairly graceful uh, coming in <laughs> to this kitchen. Uh, the only person making a whole lot of noise and a whole lot of mess was uh, Danny, actually. <clears throat> yeah, as far as as far as How collateral damage is. goes, uh, it's been all you. Let's see. You, you burned the the gangplank. You you blew a, a hole in the in the engine room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. You actually, yeah, you actually also blew a bunch of the ship with thunder waves, I think. So that's going to need that's, some. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you hit know, the ship yeah. with a few Does Danny waves. know mending? Yeah, yeah. Danny does know mending. Okay. Really? So m- mending that's will good. go a long way <laughs> in this case. Um, uh, Finbar, at one point, though, knowing that Danny is busy, uh, although you don't need to eat on the astral sea, will occasionally send a snack her way. Um, uh Just to. One of the cupcakes will say, uh, world's uh, best uh, mechanic. <laughs> um, as he spends the rest of his day basically cleaning up. Plug carrying it in on a little plate on his hat. He just sticks his like plug tail into it, and that's how he transports the cupcake <laughs> <laughs> They're all blue. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, all the cupcakes are blue, yes. Oh, yes, yes. Of course. To match my new aesthetic. Solidarity. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's that's very funny. Virla, you are piloting the ship currently? Yep. I suppose I can't assume that he'll be doing that for the entire duration, so I'm assuming there are some times when he is able to rest and take a break, but um Yeah. Yeah. Bit of a long uh, this is shot the immediate whenever. aftermath. Yeah. Shortly you oh, okay. can switch out your shift. 
with Kiana, Fair I enough. assume. Which, before we get to Kiana, uh, how, how's Virla's head state? How's he feeling? I think all things considered, he's all he's all right. Something tells me that this isn't really the first time Dandy's nearly blown up the ship. I think he's... <laughs> oh, no. He no. has since no, made known for the longest it. of anyone here, so... Yeah. Yeah. Given where he came from, uh, the ship being in any sort of workable state is, is a net positive. So... <laughs> So Danny would have to do a lot of damage to to kind of actually <laughs> uh, get Virla riled up in that respect. I hadn't even but... considered the friendship implications of blowing up the <laughs> John, but rip. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but John, he's all right. Is a term in the city. It's a technical <laughs> term, actually. Like you know, a lot of mechanics <laughs> say, "Pass me that John." What's that John over there doing? Is you the, know, is the city of Brass no, first... just Philadelphia? Is that why they yes. all can't pronounce water? Yes, yes. <laughs> no, it, it just yes. it refers to Canoni- the fact that a disproportionate number of mechanics pod- in the city of Brass. <laughs> no, no, no. John. Canonically on this podcast, <laughs> oh, it's dear. spelled differently. It's J A W N. Uh, not J O H N. The city of Brass is just uh, equivalent I'll be the to judge Philly. Of that. <laughs> I wrote it in my backstory. Also. No, no, I some of them are spelled J O N. Some of them are spelled J E A N N. Courtroom stenographer, read that back. <laughs> as long as we're on the subject, Kiana. What's Kiana? The last we left, you were just lying on the deck. I'm still lying on the deck. I'm hoping to stay here for long enough to get a long rest. <laughs> I'm just looking at the sky. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's been a bad day. It was a good day, and then it became a bad day. <laughs> Uh, is there anything more to that, or is it just sort of you know uh, unresolved traumas um, coming up? Is there any what kind of thoughts? Oh, are I mean, there's mind? there's certainly some of that, but I think I'm starting to wonder why these guys are so hell bent on bringing me back because, like, Ioni, as far as I'm concerned, we were basically the same you know level of monk in the in the monastery, and you know when Ioni left, they brought her back, but they just brought her back to send her after me, so. I'm I'm starting to wonder what exactly their game is because I never thought I was that important in the monastery and uh they just sent someone really strong after me who died and um this is weird <laughs> and and bad probably <laughs> so it's just a it's a bad bad situation It's a good insight from someone with high insight I think Thank you <laughs> You lie there under the starlight We'll, mm-hmm. we'll go ahead and say, because Virla will have to shift off after eight hours, so if you want to go ahead and take a long rest yeah. now, and then Virla yes, will shift off after you take a long rest. By the way, your new shawl, which you obtained yes. from the Fjörbolg, I don't know if you're wearing it, or she has it like tied around something, or what the case would be, but if it's out under the starlight, yeah. it is beautifully sparkling, uh, as if the fabric itself is embedded with almost like mica, but it's only doing it under the starlight, and it's got a beautiful shimmer as you move it back and forth. Well, that is gorgeous. It's a very nice gift. Yes. You guys set up different people with different (laughs) levels of stress going on. Uh, Danny (laughs) trying to handle all the the drama of uh, of the engine room, and Kiana trying to put this behind her in some sense, taking her long rest. <laughs> Eight hours pass. It's going to take a little more than that to get to the portal to the plane of fire that you usually take. So if you want to switch off, now would be an excellent time. I would appreciate yeah, I, that. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll navigate the ship. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Fantastic. 
Kiana, you take over, barely uh, hitching to get along as the ship continues to move forward at the same speed. Virla, uh, I assume you return back to your quarters? Yeah, uh, for the first hour or so, I want to finally... I wasn't able to do it before, like, two sessions ago or whatever, I, but I will want to attune <laughs> to that scarf of speed that I got from Agatha. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yes, yes you're attuned to the, uh, yes, the Agden scarf. So mm-hmm. go ahead. I believe I said, yeah. Shoes, boots of speed, or something is the, is the magic item. Yeah, it, I've reflavored it as a, yeah, it's a scarf of speed now. <laughs> yes, it's it's really long. It's got cloak because you wrap it around your neck a few times and it trails down your back almost to your feet. Oh, cool. It's probably it's probably like fifteen feet long. Oh damn! Ooh. Ooh. It's it's really fancy long. Scarf. Uh, you get fancy scarf. Fancy you wear it. <laughs> But it's it's certainly it's certainly a cool aesthetic. You get like a big um, it's got, it ends up being like a big collar kind of around your neck. Mm. Oh, gorgeous! Nice. Oh, I love that. Very, very. Cool. is very happy. Yeah. Hit now, Noir, we had discussed. Yes, we had discussed off podcast some stuff. Um, do you want to take a long rest or do you want to do any sort of checks now? Any I, now I, I should say. <laughs> to avoid getting some exhaustion, he hasn't taken any damage from the last battle, so he wouldn't need to take. A long rest in order to yeah. Also, you like can't that. really gain. Uh, you can gain exhaustion from exerting yourself too much on the astral sea, but because time doesn't pass, you don't age. You don't. Yeah. You only need to sleep to recover stuff you spend. You don't need to sleep because you feel tired. So that is true. I have. I did spend some spells. Uh, so I think he will eventually. I. I think. Uh, for Warforge, you only need to be in like the stasis for six hours, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Well, the whole rule with long rests, I believe, is that. It's an eight-hour rest, but six of them have to be spent unconscious, and two of them can be spent doing light activity, so... Yeah. So I think he'll want to spend two of those hours. He's not really sure how to go about this. He he had the idea that he'd probably need to search some other uh, source of knowledge that wasn't just his data spheres, but he'll start with his, his collection. He wants to... He wants to find out what happened to his crew. Um... All he's right. not really sure. He'll he'll spend a good chunk of that, probably like the first ten minutes or so, rewatching the data sphere that sort of summarized the events uh, immediately before, and then sort of directly after, and then following um, that gap of knowledge and his t- uh, a gap of knowledge that is still as of yet unexplained. Um, but he would want to sort of try and focus on. Maybe if there was something that he missed in sort of the year since reawakening, if there's anything that he heard about, you know, displaced mechanites, about any noteworthy Githyanki raiding crews that might have been known for taking their prisoners, or any sort of anomalous events that resulted in disappearances. Let's go ahead and do... So there's going to be a history check involved here. But I sure. also kind of feel like you're trying to do like an insight check as well to, so does that make sense? You're trying to sort of yeah. see, examine what you missed, and mm-hmm. then solve the problem, seeing what, with whatever new information you might unearth. So first, go ahead Makes and roll me an insight check. Yes, sir. Ooh, okay. Uh, twenty-one. Oh, nice. Solid. Twenty-one, fantastic. Hold on, Austin needs to bring up some notes real quick. Ho 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 ho. A 21 on Insight, you're going through and reliving those moments that are non-corrupted uh, from that final memory sphere you have. It's difficult to watch because you know 
each time you know exactly how it plays out. You've, you've played it frontwards, backwards so many times. And with an insight check, I think you realize you're incredibly, you're both observant and you know, intelligent. In, for, uh, in D&D terms, uh, you're both insightful and investigative. You realize that you're picking over these details and you're trying to find the detail you missed. Maybe, maybe they're like, maybe it was never going to solve anything. You're, you keep going back to the scene of the crime and looking at everything that was left there, and you realize maybe what you need to be doing is changing your viewpoint to the bigger picture and seeing if maybe that would yield something. So to continue using investigative terms, you've gone over like the, the evidence from the scene of the crime over and over again, and you start wondering, okay, maybe I should be looking at connections between the like the victim or someone outside knowledge or something of that 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 um that account you know so with this new perspective go ahead and roll it's going to have a modified dz because you rolled so high in the inside go ahead and roll a history check for me mm. okay come on virla oh no virla that's a natural one no man ah! <gasps> Maybe he should have okay. advantage on account of how good that roll was. The highs and Four. lows of uh, <laughs> literal highs and lows. I, okay, you are going to get something from this, actually. Oh, This sure. is fascinating. I have notes for what happens if you oh, roll the one. I knew that this could happen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Okay. And uh, the short part of this is that, uh, like the short, uh, the uh, summary of this is you're going to get something, but not maybe not necessarily what Vera was looking for. You start to think maybe I need the bigger picture. I have all these records from things I've learned from before, and they're all fragmented, but there's bits and pieces here. I have all these records from the time before my final data sphere, from before the attack on the ship where you lost all your crew. Maybe using those just for information, trying to like learn about devils and things like that. Maybe the, the insight you were missing all along was instead of going through the scene of the crime, you need to be going too, like much further back. You start going through and looking. There's not much which you you knew all along there's you're looking for basically anything from the ship right other memories yeah. most of it's like been degraded or they were destroyed and lost a lot of the information you have here is stuff you've just built up in the last year almost nothing survived the original yeah. attack on the ship this is all your your sage library so to speak is stuff you've reconstructed over the last year you've spent with danny but you're going through trying to find and it seems sort of fruitless and hopeless you know that you can't remember the person who told you that story you know that you must have these memories just like the experience you had in the Feywild with surrounded by a whole group of people that you have shared history with and you can't remember any of them and it's frustrating you're scrubbing through and you catch yourself on an old datasphere you find just a hint of a familiar image i'm gonna go ahead and send this to you Ooh. oh find whispers whispers are no fun Aww. whispers whispers <laughs> share with everyone <laughs> i'll send it to the whole group so you can see but i ask only uh you're less anything for now it's danny it was danny all along <laughs> danny's the big bad <laughs> It's she plug. It's plug. Time displaced Danny. Danny. Image of a blue Danny. fire genasi. And <laughs> it all makes sense. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, the you image. see a familiar library with uh, yeah. rows of books and rows of data spheres. 
and a single chair at a table. What does it mean? <laughs> you realize mean? this thing you've seen inside the, the lair of the Balhanoth that seemed so strange and out of place. You realize you've seen that before. Go ahead and roll me an Arcana have I, check. Have Ooh. I been there before? <laughs> I, uh, Arcana, 14. Okay. 14. It's, it's not a huge success, but you know that Balhanoths, you've done a little bit of looking since since then, just to keep up with sort of a, you know, professional yeah. uh, interest, the things that you fight this bestiary. You know it's an aberration, which can be reality-warping creatures. This construct, you realize, it obviously, when it died, this whole facade fell away. It constructed this facade. But why this facade? You know, you uh, I don't know what Virla had thought at the time, but... You know, it seemed com- strange. You know, it wasn't the actual laboratory of a wizard or something like that. It seemed to just be the lair of this creature. Why this specific layout, this to look like this like library, this study? Maybe that has something to do with you and what you've experienced in the past. Yeah, originally, Verla thought that it was, it was sort of uh, intentionally fabricated to um, to kind of a. To, so that aspects of each of the room would appeal to each member to, to kind of lull us into a false sense of security and then, and then the Balhanoth get a jump on us. How do Balhanoths warp reality? Is it they sort of... This is, this is now Virla's next question. Do they, do they read the minds of someone that they're trying to target and, it's, and they sort of reconstruct things from that? Because uh, if so, Virla might be starting to get an inkling of what he wants to do. <laughs> he wants to go back uh, to what he wants to do. <laughs> So I would say with a fort, like that, your arcana check was specifically to know how much you know about the Balhanoth. I'd say with yeah. your arcana check of 14, that's what you know for right now. Uh, okay. There is one thing that you find in that memory. You find there's a bit of you like looking down at your arm. Go ahead and roll me an investigation check. So many On checks. My arm? Yeah. Dang. This is like... <laughs> Picking up the details to see if just in the hazy memory you can see them all. Okay, that's a that's a little bit better. 18. Ooh. 18 is definitely enough for this. You see written in your arm on like grease, in like grease pencil or something like that. You see three numbers. Ooh. Oh, a clue? Bro, you're living on a telltale game right now. <laughs> and that's all. My, Minecraft a, XYZ what? coordinates. What three numbers does Virla see? You get all these pieces of mystery and no answers. <laughs> well, I would say with a high insight and then a low yeah. uh, history, yeah, yeah. you get all these pieces of a mystery and no answers. For the uh... to, to clarify, uh, the the numbers on the arm is that on Virla's arm right now that he just overlooked? Nope. Or is no, it was like written in like grease pencil <laughs> or something like that. It was temporarily written down. Does Virla know gotcha. what in numbers those are? And for the listening audience at home, could we shout those yeah, numbers uh, out if he I'll... does? <laughs> I'll say it's zero zero eight four nine two negative zero seven three. To Noir, those sound like coordinates, and I guess to Virlo, those sound like coordinates. I have no idea if those even translate uh, in the in the in the scope of the of the planescape. But do those translate as coordinates in the planescape, or or the uh, like? I don't I don't know how. I feel, I think this is an exhaustion. These roles represent uh, your best attempts mm. at solving this by yourself. Sure. You're going to need some okay. outside help or something to determine um, exactly the nature of 
this puzzle that you've got these pieces to. Okay. Full disclosure, this is what this is what Noir as Virla is thinking. Um this is the 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 Balhanoth layer that was a, a a fabricated reality represents a place that Virla had actually been to. Um and then the Valhanoth had essentially probed into its mind and reconstructed. Um the numbers I'm not sure what they represent. But Virla does remember from his last from from entering the Dead God and encountering the Balhanoth that uh he wanted to take a look at the globe um, that I think eventually did turn, was where the heart was roughly um, before before it all faded. Um, so if the his first idea is that if the numbers had to do with anything, it might might need to go to the globe. But he hasn't he hasn't the faintest idea of where this place would actually be in 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 real life. His first instinct would be to return to where the dead god was. And maybe like glean anything from the remains of the Balhanoth. Unclear. Um, Understood. Uh, very cool puzzle to be set up. Yeah. So fast. Noir loves this. Noir loves. I love, I love, I I love, love puzzles. ones that still progress the story, but are just like it's just it's just a crumb. It's just a little. Here's a little um, something. You don't you don't really get the, what you're looking for. Instead, you get all these new problems. The amount of of insight that he had gleaned, though, is. He doesn't get exhausted, but it is it is mentally taxing. So he will he will then take this opportunity to to sort of rest a bit and uh, recuperate. Amazing. He'll sleep on it. <laughs> okay. You power down in your corner. Hmm. Everyone else uh, going about their activities. Kiana out on the uh, out at the helm, looking out over the astral sea. Mm-hmm. Well rested now. You take your shift flying, following the navigation the the um navigator device that you have in front of you so that you can make your way to the familiar now pool uh, colored pool that will lead you to uh the elemental plane of fire as you sail it's always that eerie sort of you know humming in the background but uh something else catches your ear oh no it's a voice and for a moment you think it's your ear and then you realize it's not aloud it's in your head oh uh, what? You hear a voice which says to you, My, my, so skilled. You pilot the ship as if you've done it your whole life. We never taught uh. you that. Uh. <laughs> Run. That was the episode of Okay. Huh? Fun and relaxing episode, Austin says. It'll be chill, uh. Austin says. <laughs> I'm the DM. Never trust me. Uh, all right. There's a what beat. To do? Does Kiana uh-huh. want to say anything? If not, voices. Uh, I, I, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Pilot ship as if you've done it your whole life. Um. Yeah. Take a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Um. I was hoping we would get into the Virla <laughs> angst to this episode, and not just me. <laughs> oh, you While both we gave play, me why empty backgrounds and big mysteries. Homebrew. You both get angst. Yeah. I know, I know. I donned the coat of plot hooks when I built this character. <laughs> All right, yeah. pile the ship as if you've done your whole life. Oh boy, I'm not used to other people telepathically communicating with me. This is rather new. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, uh, turnabout. Uh, I think I'm gonna stay very quiet <laughs> under the assumption that maybe, 
Maybe he won't notice me. <laughs> <laughs> play, play dumb, yes. Pretty sure he just can. called you by name, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's Who's Morales? <laughs> play dumb, not that dumb. I respect that. Man. Oh, God. <laughs> play dumb, not that dumb. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, a moment passes. Like, pray, try not to be noticed by Predator. You just stay deathly still. Yeah, I'm not even but moving. But in your mind, try not to think aloud so that nothing gets back across. The voice comes back again. You didn't think it would be that easy to escape us? After all the work, how many flock were sacrificed to obtain you again? That you would, what, kill me and sail free? Oh. How many words is that tisking burning of that message spell that I'm assuming <laughs> is being used? <laughs> uh... Okay, well that's um huh, well that's disturbing. I think if I can respond along the mental link or whatever this is, uh Go for it. It's just gonna be What do you want with me? It's not what I want with you. It's what, what my owner wants with you. We've worked far, far too hard for you to be set free. Our secrets out there on the sea where they could find... No, 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 no. It was just a hole in the ground, man. Mm. Make this okay. easy on yourself. Okay. Come back home. Well, You'll be enlightened. You will see... Join my owners in their grandeur. Hmm. Your only chance. Uh... Did Danny ever teach me any fun gith swear words by any chance? <laughs> gith off. I, I would like to, uh, I'd like to mentally- You heard some during that fight. Yeah, okay, then I would like to uh, mentally uh, slowly uh, withdraw a, an index card and read it off of that <laughs> and uh, then not respond from that point forward. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, you're saying, uh, first of all, Sophie is definitely going to read some sort of gift swear. Yes, we received a really, really cool email with uh, the fan-made gift for dummies words not to say when you're traveling around with the Gith Yankee page. Uh, so I'm going to pull that up really quick because I didn't think we were going to get this episode and uh, read a few. <laughs> and a shout out to um, yeah, for, Michael for and Post for emailing this to oh, us because it is incredibly cool and well thought out. Um, so at page 420 in Gith for Dummies has a lot of words to avoid in it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. Crikey! <laughs> Which is an expression. Oh. You know, an expression of surprise when encountering a potential combatant. It, like, literally translates to bad vibes. Um. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, no. I this is literally just Australian. Oh, yeah. This is the coolest email I've ever received. Again, a uh, big shout out to uh, Michael Legapos <laughs> for this. I was... Um, <laughs> We've got some other, you know, any words that contain, like, illithid are not great to use with the gith. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know? Yes. Yeah. I, let's assume Danny told, like, a few. Oh, yeah. Or Danny used a few yeah. during that fight, and Kiana might remember one. Danny, uh, go ahead and throw one out that Kiana might use. Of course. Of course. Just, like, a random one. <laughs> Gitla. Without Gitla. a brain or sword brain. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. cute. It's a little Get short, wolf. though. At this point, I feel like I'm going to be pulling out a card and reading Put Another Squid on the Barbie Poonier. and then hanging up. <laughs> Painfully stupid. Blessed or silver one. Get Both of you to assume I know what any of these curse words mean. 
it's more the principle of the thing. Of you like, could just no, repeat man, any sentence of Danny has said to here. you in the last like week, and you're probably fine. Dronzo Bobby to flip one's mother over the grill. Let's go with that. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Dronzo Bobby. Um, God, really? So hard. You're gonna give it a risky. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's the gist of that. Um, okay, go ahead and roll me. So you, you respond with a Gith Yankee swear word, swear word. Am I, am I understanding well, this I, I want to get across the, the general image of like a careful contemplation followed by a very carefully thought through eat my shorts, basically. Uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, <laughs> however this, whatever it is, interprets that. It's their call. Cool. Um, go ahead and roll me an intimidation check at advantage. Oh, for real? Okay. Uh, where's mm-hmm. my where's my skills? Uh, oh god, intimidation. It's only plus one. All right. All right. Uh, well, that's a uh, sixteen total. Rolled a fifteen on that second one. Sixteen. Yeah. You respond with a git swear word, and you feel telepathic communication is interesting. There is a point, a, a part of you know face to face communication that is not verbal, but that is, you know, uh, not just the words, I should say, but picking up on inflections and also mannerisms, right? Communication is far more complex than just words. And so telepathic communication where there's like, there is no voice, so to speak, it's, it would all mm-hmm. kind of sound the same in your head, but that there's definitely the ability to tell the difference between people. There are to say psychic, psionic mannerisms and inflections. You can feel, even though you can't see this creature, you can feel shock and uh, a pull away when you sh- say that, communicate that back towards whatever <laughs> entity is communicating with you as you swear in Gith. Yeah. Uh, it lets, there's a there's a low hiss in your brain. Yeah, more where that came from. As you say it. <laughs> mind flayers. I'm thinking mind flayers. Hey, I, mind flayers. I don't I have a reason to guess that yet. I'm 100% but... thinking of mind flayers. <laughs> Wally and Sophia, we just brain blasted at the same moment. <laughs> Guys, think, I'm trying not to metagame here. I, I think she's a. I think she just might be a Look, snake. All I'm saying is, I would love to stomp some space squids right now. Yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking rattle. I'm so confused by what's happening. You, the uh, the presence pulls away from you. Yeah, get out of here. A moment passes. Another moment. No response. Danny. Ah. Oh, God. Uh, you are working on the engine, getting things. You've just kind of put to bed the ca- you know the chaos, and now it's a simple act of I don't know how much Danny cleans up. Not at all. <laughs> not even. Not a at all. Bit. No. Okay, it's a simple act of <laughs> kicking some wrenches out of so yeah. that they're not underfoot, and you know making sure all the valves are set to the right. Uh, you know, put putting everything back as it was, so to speak, whether it's cleaned up quotes or not. Uh, uh, sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but. Yeah. Uh, if it affects that, I wanted to. As soon as I think it's not in my head anymore, I want to hit the uh, the communicator thing and be like, "Uh, guys, <laughs> um, something Don't just do that. threatened me in my brain. <laughs> so we might be in trouble in a. I I can't tell. Did you throw them back? You should know. Yeah, All yeah. Right, your swear words were very then. useful. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, Finbar doesn't really know what that means, and he's going to rush to the surface uh, to see oh. who's out there. <laughs> Uh, with his fist stub. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Go ahead, make a perception check. Uh, okay. Uh, quick perception. Uh, that's a 22. Uh, you go and Ooh. scan the horizon 
looking around for anything that might be bearing down on you, some sort of threat. Nothing. You don't see anything out there on the sea. Mm, piss off ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Finmar does have pretty big Korg energy. <laughs> Pamphlets. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, okay, so. Okay, let's just get to the portal, I guess. <laughs> you continue sailing, Finbar, return to a No, I'm going to post up. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't care. Okay. Oh. Yeah. okay, you post up. Danny, you're working on the engine, uh, Finbar asleep. Uh, sorry, uh, Virla, powered down. Mm. Danny, as you work and sort of like put the cap on things uh you hear uh, a voice in your head which i think most (laughs) of you've heard this when it's kiana speaking so for a moment (laughs) i assume you assume that's what it is oh yeah absolutely Uh, but it's very quickly like very quickly like you know a syllable in you realize that it's not you're not Um, kiana as you as you fiddle as you fiddle you hear so skilled where did you learn such Trades. From your mom, what's it to you? Space voice. <laughs> Danny's like hunched over, like she's squatting. She's got a wrench in one hand and she's like shoulders tense looking around the room, just assuming that someone is talking to her nearby. Full goblin mode. Yeah. I need light of sight to do this, so. Don't be so cagey. You know I could learn your secrets if I wanted to bold of you to assume I've ever had a secret in my life. <laughs> oh, God. You are a simple one, aren't you? So focused oh, that's on the rude. small picture. We'll change that. I don't think you could. Yeah, yeah. This is not my favorite <laughs> turn of events in the last 24 hours. <laughs> Space ghost. Finbar. Finbar's turn! <laughs> oh, God. I'm kind of... I'm slightly aware that something might be amiss and i am on the deck sort of leaning back trying to relax but scanning the horizon like a whisper from over your shoulder but there's nothing there you hear in your mind so you're her protector so strong and proud this is a very complimentary evil mind voice (laughs) i don't know who's playing games but i don't like it no games. Dead serious. Show your face. <laughs> <laughs> you really know nothing of me at all, do you? Show your ugly face, and maybe I can get to know you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe soon. Ah! Oof. Oof. Alright, alright then. <laughs> I'm waiting. Voice goes silent. Fearless asleep. <laughs> Try, the, 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 whoever it is tries contacting Virla and he's just met with a doo 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 we're sorry <laughs> <laughs> no, straight to voice cool. your message it's is cool. very Music. important to us please stay on the line thank you for holding your psychic yeah. communication may be monitored for quality assurance <laughs> <laughs> did we do this joke already this sounds oh, so like familiar three or four times I think we did <laughs> <laughs> I'll laugh all you bastards can. Hey, that's all that we do. That was Austin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, 
I need uh, some sleep back. Yeah, yeah Daniel also needs the alarm. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> Not interrupted. Someone else needs to turn sleep. on the angst train. This is getting ridiculous. Kiana, uh, everyone yes. goes to sleep. Kiana, Oh, that seems healthy. I sure am steering the boat. Go ahead and make a perception check for me. Balls, Come on, okay. Kiana. Hold on. Come on, Kiana. Uh, perception. Fine, hold on. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, 17. Nice. Oh, uh, yeah, you've made it to the portal. You uh, look ahead and you realize that, uh, yeah, you've made it to the fiery circle that leads to the elemental plane of fire uh, and specifically to uh, the exit that'll bring you to the city of Brass. So, congrats. Uh-huh. The ship crests over and that moment of tipping and then quick rising as you again burst from the portal that lies under the bed of lava in the elemental plane of fire the city of brass <laughs> flying in the air like a reflecting the light of the gleaming sun that takes up the entire sky the ship flies up over the burnt uh, forever producing embers black forest and pretty trivially you're able to land in the river of lava that forever or the, i should say the harbor of lava forever kind of trickling down and falling out of the city of brass and go ahead and dock at the heap You've arrived, so if you want to cool. go ahead and wake up your allies. Yes, let's uh, let's do that. Excellent. Yep. <laughs> oh, we're here. Okay. <laughs> Danny's, yeah. like, passed out, laying on top of, like, a radiator in the room. With, like... <laughs> <laughs> Curled up in the hot spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, let's... Uh, you, uh, let's each of you, in your turn, uh, emerge into the blinding brilliance of the City of Brass. The hustle and bustle of people working at the heap... In front of you, what would you like to do, crew of the Paraspera? We gotta, we gotta bring <laughs> some stuff to Otto. Or we're running really late, yeah. guys. Yeah, we're yeah. doing that. Yeah, off to Otto, first priority. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna grab the last remaining crate of soul coins. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, believe so. You guys have a crate of soul coins. You still have a <laughs> a Hell Rider, right? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, we have an extra yeah. devil bike or something. Oh, and there's now a flamethrower installed in the front of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a flamethrower that needs to be. Uh, wait, did you did you end up installing? I did. I, I installed it during our downtime in Sigil. It's in. That's it's what I there thought. Now, okay. baby. So yeah, you have a freshly installed. <laughs> I have to update the map. Oh, it's <laughs> uh, update the that. map. Yeah, the ship has a flamethrower oh, on it. Oh, the ship. So I got ah, okay. yes, yeah. Not some other yeah. map that you might have. <laughs> now that you have firepower, okay. I gotta adjust the CR on the next three fights. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, that's only if you're on the ship for it, you know? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Hey, and also, given you guys, I just assume someone is gonna get torched in the crossfire <laughs> if you fight someone, so <sighs> I'm fine. not too concerned about it. Uh, fantastic. Yeah, Findwar, you go with your Femori gauntlet, easy to pick up the crate. And you walk down, a gangplank is brought up to you. There's a fire genasi who works here, uh, who, um, Danny, you would know, uh, by the name of Egan. Egan! He's, uh, he's a little bit older than you, um, kind of a slob, honestly. (laughs) Uh, coveralls are, like, even messy for mechanics, and, like, like, very poorly kempt hair. He pulls up goggles as you guys are walking past. Holy shit, wow, wasn't sure when you guys would be getting back. That's my polite way of saying, we thought you were dead. Can, uh, how you doing? Yeah. Not dead. Not dead. Don't get your greasy mitts all over the Cheers ship. I don't want to see any handprints on the walls when I get back. Dave's just walking <laughs> past him. 
You never let me on the ship. Yeah, for good reason, Egan. <laughs> Get it together. Too. Not a good one. <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> come on, come on, please, please, just please, you please, come on, love me. No, Danny just like completely ignores him and continues walking down <laughs> the gameplay. Oh God. <laughs> you suck, Danny. You know that. <laughs> yeah, deal with it. You know what? Just for that, I'm not gonna tell you where Otto is. He's in his office. Yeah, he's always in his <laughs> office, Egan. You and I both know where Otto is. Otto is in one place all the time. God, hate he's Egan. Been little to, exclamation to point hovering over leave. his head. Sometimes he's coming. He's having trouble coming coming up with any sort of combat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes he goes. And then he's out, you know? So... This is why I never let you touch the ship, Egan! And Danny's like halfway across the heap at this point. <laughs> you know Egan has the Hey, I'm walking here. Uh, oh, God, <laughs> Danny, notably <laughs> now blue. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Danny is blue. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, I did. You see he dejectedly kicks a piece of scrap metal. Uh, it goes flying over the edge of the... Uh, there's just like rock edge and then a big harbor of lava it goes flying over and then there's just like pss, as it hits the hits the lava and he goes back to work i don't know how you any guys of make your way in through this dimension the uh people are people are happy to see you you see there's like a fire giant here who gives away eh. and plug plug again as soon as this is kind of like how do i put this plugs hunting ground i guess <laughs> so whenever you're here plug just kind of goes terrain. off to do his yeah. own thing so you see plug runs off Zax sees you, the Azer, and uh, eyes brighten. Literally, literally, they brighten like a little flame comes jetting out uh, as they see you. Uh, they go Aah! and go in to give you a hug. Oh, I give him a big hug. Small <laughs> Zax, my buddy. Uh, they give you a pat and they point over to where the office for uh, Dotto is. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. Uh, gives a gives a consolator uh, like consolation pat like, I know it's been tough, bud. <laughs> this might be tough too. And then uh, hey. gives gives points a hands like uh, you know there you go <laughs> whenever you're ready. Thanks, Zax. Uh, make sure Egan doesn't touch the ship for me, and I'll turn and head towards Otto's <laughs> office. <laughs> I'm glad Austin's added at a character. And then he walks. They walk now. away. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Egan. I was like, I should write down some names of people who work here, just in case. Glad that I created a punching pack. <laughs> we needed one. So you make your way to the office. Are you just going to walk in? or How, how does Danny, Danny just walks interact in. with yeah. Otto? Danny just walks in. This There's is a my sign domain. that says, please knock. Yeah, no. There's a sign that says, please knock. No, no, no. And Danny Mark just goes walks to in. knock, and Danny just goes straight he just in. just opens the door, walks on in. Sup, boss? You're in my chair. Hey, Otto, we're back. Uh, you see... Otto has his back to the door as you walk in. He's looking at a big, there's like a map of brass and then there's like some other maps of some different worlds and stuff like that. Uh, he's kind of got like making notes. He doesn't turn around. He just gives his head a slight cock. He says, so my favorite crew returned after all these weeks. Puts down <laughs> the chalk boy. that he's running with, turns around to, to look at you. What do you have to say for yourselves? We brought back a crate of those coins you asked for uh, from hell. Oh, excellent. Fantastic. All right. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how late it is? Fantastic. Definitely. You didn't oh, think we would um, come back empty handed, did um, you? 
It's Finbart, right? Jeez. <laughs> uh, Something like that. No tea, though. Can I call you Bart? No, right. no. Bart, uh, if you would uh, take those with me, please. Uh, we'll get them. Oh, no. Uh, we have all of the Hellriders loaded up already. Fantastic. Glad to see that we can finally put this business to bed. In fact, actually, I've been keeping. He opens a drawer, pulls out 50 gold for the each of you. Be keeping your payment here. Uh, I have to say, things have gotten dicey. It's been, you know, several weeks since I was supposed to deliver the bikes. I've been sort of ghosting the fire genie who bought them from me. Well, you probably but... should have given us a time limit before you sent us to hell then. <laughs> you know Glad what? you're okay, though. That's on me, and I will remember that shrewd business strategy going forward. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. From now on, you will have but 12 hours to complete every task that I assigned to you. Uh, Danny, now, Danny wait I don't here, think Otto. this is better. That's, that's, that's kind of unreasonable. Unreasonable is how I make money. Yeah, I never really understood that part. Uh, I, I don't know how you run your business over here. All we do is we get your stuff. 12 hours, we might need a little more than that, but just keep that in mind. No one's burned me down yet, so I assume I'm pretty successful at this. Anyway, follow me with the crate Bart, and we will uh, get it loaded <laughs> it, up and shipped it, off immediately. It's Finbar. No, no tea. Finbar. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you know what? It, it's okay, Otto. You can call me whatever you like. I just keep the jobs coming. He's known Otto for like, Otto's known him for like six months or something, right? How long has Finbar been with the crew? Otto yeah. knows a lot of people. Uh, it's Finbar's been with the crew a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> rolling in, uh, uh, Noir, roll an inside check. Yeah. I should say Veerla, roll an inside check. Noir, roll it for him. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to use this die. It's Virla the one would, that got me like a no one dice. in a. Uh, uh, 19. Nice. What? 19? Uh, yeah. He's he's pulling a Ron Swanson. He's trying to keep everyone from getting too chummy. He knows Finbar's name. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 no way I could tell that. No way. You see he leads you through, back to basically where you were. There's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's for moving big crates. Like a pallet jack Forklift. kind of thing. Okay. But it's Forklift? made out of, uh, it's got like some like rubies embedded in it. It's kind of floating. Basically, it's like a floating pallet Devil jack. Devil Forklift. All the, uh, all <laughs> oh, the uh, what do you call it, are, Hell all, are strapped to it. All the Devil's Rides are strapped to it. Uh -huh. And there, you can see there's a space. Uh, so he goes, so out of curiosity, how many uh, coins did you end up procuring? This whole crate. Yep, one whole crate. Four. Fantastic. One, Honestly, 100. I assumed you would just like sneak aboard the train and steal a handful or something like that. Nine, ten, you know, Otto, something please, like that. we're professionals. Uh, oh, great. <laughs> we only the best for you, Otto. <laughs> wow, that's good. I do <laughs> use the best, though I've been known to settle for less. I love uh, that the, the party the is like doing a wacky, like found family power friendship thing and Otto thinks he's running a business. <laughs> <laughs> like, how does he think this game works? <laughs> You place the crate down, Zax straps it down, and you see a fire giant comes, grabs a handle, and starts pulling this barge. I guess barge is a good word for it. This barge, this floating barge with all this stuff on it. I'm not uh, off, my 30 out of the heap and into bikes, the streets. I? Uh, we still have the extra bike that we're not telling Otto about. 30 minutes uh, with the bike uh, happened. It was a week and a half ago when you were supposed to return <laughs> with them. You missed the window, and that's not on me. Oof. So you notice anything different, Otto? 
<laughs> about what? Just anything since we've gotten back. Any one of the crew or the, about the ship or... Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was... Kiana's your name, right? You have that... That's yep. a beautiful shawl you have. Where did you get that from? Oh, thanks. It was a gift. I also got this rad scar, but uh, that one's a little less uh, sparkly. <laughs> I got a rainmaker. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, he go. You see Otto looks at you and goes, What's rain? Yeah, every time Otto starts talking, really just like, Shh. <laughs> I love this it. This is the plane of fire. It's never once rained here ever. <laughs> yeah, honestly, think I was of the sound. Ugh. Think of the sound of uh, quenching your bla- quenching your uh, forged blades in oil, but it is made by the environment and is not at all like that. But the sound is kind of similar. Yeah. You paint a vivid picture, Becca Knight. <laughs> so, is that uh, all business taken care of? You've delivered on your half, and I've delivered my payments. Uh, I don't have any current jobs for you, but uh, you're welcome to wait around for me to dig something up from... I'm sure I could come with something from the bottom of the barrel. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, do you have any other plans? Not particularly. No, we might need yeah. some things from the city, but uh, I think we're pretty much square here. Yep, well, I'm my relaxed. ship is welcome to dock as long as you need it here, so. That's great, because I gotta run some repairs. Don't let Egan anywhere near it. He has his greasy handprints all over the side. Every time he sne- I know he sneaks in there when I'm not around. He is a, he is a mechanic of middling skills. Uh, you should <laughs> let him help out more. Uh, maybe if he was a mechanic of higher skills, but middling does not touch my masterpiece. All right. Well, not everyone can be as skilled as you, my favorite blue mechanic. Oh, good. We're gone. He did notice. I knew it was the blue bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of repairs, actually, uh, on the subject of you taking too long in this job, uh, and he motions, Zax comes over and hands a parcel. It's it's very comical. Zax hands the parcel to Otto, who takes it and then just immediately hands it to you. Uh, if you look inside, there's uh, two sending stones, and he reaches in and pulls one of them back out <laughs> and puts them in his pocket. Uh, Finally. <laughs> Auto doing the goes, most. Does it They're have not, like a little like uh, heap logo carved into it? <laughs> the heap has... Actually, I think they're... Uh, let me just see. There trash. might be a logo for the heap. The logo is just trash. Yeah, it's, just, early on. It, it's supposed to look like, like, a, like the pile that the heap is, but it just kind of looks like the poop emoji. <laughs> <laughs> no, those aren't stink see, lines. That's uh... steam. <laughs> oh no! It is branded. Uh, it's steam. Uh, probably not better. Uh, he says, um, "Sending spells are more or less pretty reliable across the many planes. Uh, so the next time you're taking too long, I can bother you until you return." Fantastic, right? That's and I suppose nice. you can also ask if there's any work waiting for you here. It does work two ways, so. Hey. Oh, great. Thanks, Otto. So go ahead and install that on your ship. And if you excuse me, I have business to attend to. Uh, I need a nap. And 
This, Very important this has, business. This has no context. Uh, I love how now, for three campaigns running in the row, uh, Sophia has been the designated messenger for yes. basically all of them. Somehow, well, <laughs> it's because I play a lot of bards, and I like to take the spells sending, and so I basically just become a walking cell phone when we're <laughs> not in combat. It, yeah. Also, this character and... Um, uh, completely blanking on your half orc's name. Dula, my beautiful Dula, fathomless. You. Danny and Dula, can you forgive me for? <laughs> I like D names. <laughs> also, both are like franchised. You, you're like, what, how can I get this person under the yoke of capitalism as fast as possible? <laughs> you cannot stop networking, even in D and D, can you? <laughs> oh God! Never yeah. stop networking. My next character is just gonna be like a boom <laughs> operator, and I'm just gonna fight with the boom mic. <laughs> I just go fully into my day job. Uh, no, yeah, Danny is a Danny New pockets the sending weapon. stone and like into one of her many pockets on her co- between her coveralls and her coat. Um, yep. So, do you guys want to like explore Ooh. the city some, or do we? Uh, we heard those voices in our head earlier. I don't know if we gotta do anything about that. Oh God, that happened to you guys too. Yeah, I told mine to fuck off. Oh, good. I heard I no mean, voice. Me too. Did you check your answering machine That's... when you woke up? Oh. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking he has about. He a what now? <laughs> I, I, I think I, we find a way to uh, unblue Danny. Oh, I don't really. Ooh, I, yeah. I, I, nothing, and nothing except for my palate has really changed, so this is pretty okay. low priority. I mean, look, if someone can make me not blue, great, but I don't. we don't well, need I, to go I'm out not, of our way. I'm not saying... I'm not saying I don't like blue Danny, but if at some point Danny wants to go back to orange Danny, we can do that. If we run into someone, sure, but we don't need to go out of our way for that. It's not high on the list of errands. We've got a ship to fix. Um, yeah. Also, isn't there that other guy who gives us jobs sometimes? Uh, yeah, he's back you know, in the guy Sable. we like more than Otto. Oh, Hira? man, really? Yeah, here. Dang it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do I know anyone else in the city of Brass who would have, like, a job for us besides Otto? I lived here for years. No, you primarily work, <laughs> you primarily work for Otto. Yeah. Uh, this I don't is mind sticking around and for, fixing the ship. Yeah, for you guys to pursue a little bit of activity. Uh, Virla has a mystery that he wants to solve, and I'm sure the rest of you guys, uh, if you want to take a day or two uh, oh. downtime. Is there a way to get this symbol of Mesopotamia off of this armor? I, I can't just be walking <laughs> oh, around. Oh, right, the thing, right. I need, I yeah. need this, like, sanded off or... Well, we are in a over, forge. Or... You... Uh, oh, fascinating. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is the place to do... The heap is, like... I mean, you might be able to find better people, but if you want to do convenient people, the heap is right here and... They do that kind of stuff all times, all the all the time. We do specialize in quick and dirty. <laughs> That's what it says on the, the front of the store. <laughs> uh, Finbar kind of looks quick up, and dirty. looks up at the sign, and then down at Danny, and then up at the sign again. So <laughs> Danny's got a two big thumbs go- up. <laughs> we could probably go into the city for this. <laughs> We could probably just go into the city for this. Yeah, right. Not, not that I don't like the heat. It's, 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 it's beautiful. What y'all got going on here is great. But uh, I like to keep. Oh my, no, my, I my... got you. Your fancy armor is too good for us down here in the Dax District. I understand. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, roll uh, the guilt trip. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> 
I don't even know what that would be. Natural <laughs> <No> 19? <idea. laughs> Emotional damage. <laughs> Emotional damage. Oh my gosh. Yeah, what does Finbar want to do? Uh, let's go into the city. Okay, yeah. You guys go off into the city, and you're, there's like a not. lot of worksmen around here, so... Virla will Vir not. Okay. Virla will. Uh, what is Virla gonna do while I bring when, the yeah, when, when it, fire? When it looks like he's not really gonna announce this or anything. He's just gonna kind of when he sees that everyone is leaving the keep, he's gonna turn around and go uh, talk to Otto. Uh, if we're splitting the talk party, Danny probably cool. would go immediately back to the Peraspera to try and fix it up. So <laughs> leave Kiana and Finbar to explore the. Virla doesn't really know whether or not the the the, hmm. the party's being split. He he just he wants to go talk to Otto, so he's gonna go do that. Yeah, I guess hey, I'll stick I mean, with Finbar. I think it's a very metagamey thing to be like, don't split the party, especially when you know it doesn't seem like you're on a quest and gonna fight anything. It's uh, perfectly reasonable that you guys would I, all be like, point. we are. Maybe not Kiana, but everyone else would no. be like, we are. You know, we are capable adults. In a city, just and looking Danny. for a service, we can probably hey. handle this. I'm, I'm at this point, like I'm expecting something to drop out of the sky and punch me. So like, yeah, that is it's true. just it's not a matter of if it'll happen, but when. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm still gonna Spirilla go back to no the ship. But, uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll me. Let's see what kind of check is looking for. Look, we're gonna start with Kiana and Finbar. Ooh. Okay. Yeet. What kind of check is going to be searching for? I guess like investigation. Uh, not, not insight. Are you sure? Okay, you guys want to roll perception checks? Yes, I. You guys I are just am. looking not for. I'm looking sure? for a blacksmith. <laughs> uh, it's not an insight check. <laughs> Boo, perception, I'll try perception. I can do. Okay, go for it. That is a 29. Well, that, mine was a 13. We'll take Finbars. Kiana, you just like your first time in Sigil. This place is overwhelming, but it's overwhelming for different reasons. Uh, while Sigil <laughs> is filled with right. all kinds of people and. They're all, they might not be friendly, but there's a very sort of, we're all on neutral ground here vibe to it. You've got pretty high insight. You can read that kind of stuff. The energy of the city, yes. this one is way more hostile to newcomers. <laughs> not in the way that you're getting, you know, shaken silly. down on the streets, but in the sense that a lot of people see you and because you're not on fire, immediately <laughs> see you as a, you know, as a tourist and you know, give you the cold shoulder. So you're kind of overwhelmed by all this. There's, you know, salamanders, fire. So the fire newts who you've dealt with before, but the salamanders are like nine foot tall, sort of like snake yeah. body, Ooh. two arms. And they have crazy like frilly beards that are also on fire. They slither through the city. There's huh. a ton of the azers here, which are the fire dwarves, as well as every now and again, you'll see Janasi, uh, not Janasi, sorry. Gee. You'll see, you see a lot of Janasi. Every now and again, you'll see Afridi, which are the fire genies being carried huh. on one of those, um, what's the word for it? They sit on a chair and you have the... Palanquin? Palanquin. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. you're on a palanquin. Every now and again, yeah. you'll see one of those. Uh, there's lots of fire giants here. You make I, your way I'm to... I'm very short compared to a lot of these. <laughs> you are yeah compared to these denizens fidbar short so kiana you're probably feeling i am so tiny overwhelmed <laughs> i'm doing oh, my like best to keep kiana close to me because like if she gets lost in the there crowd, I, there's... the crafts uh so paraculum is the craftsman district that's what i was looking for okay. uh you make your way make your way uh by the way finbar there is a place called the edible bazaar here in this district 
Oh, I, I'm aware. <laughs> is this where uh, we got okay. those slugs that one time? I think this is where we got those slugs. Uh, I can't actually don't remember. I'll have to go back and uh, listen because there's mm. food all over the city. But this is, you know, uh, specifically. We went to of, the whatever the is, more emergency there is a district is here called the Edible Bazaar. This is yeah. This is the big. So this is the big craftsman district. In fact, there is a place just called the Street of Craftsmen. Things are often named that's simply here because there's people from that speak all languages and you need stuff that translates. Mm -hmm. The other way that names go is there's things like uh, the Marrakesh Bazaar, which is, you know, they're named after people and stuff like that. So to, names here tend to go one of two ways, either a very specific reference or just a general name that can be translated really easily when you're talking to Gith and Dwarves and they have all these different languages, right? Okay. Anyway, you make your way to the Street of Craftsmen. There is, uh, you find a forge here. Uh, there is a fire giant by the name of Broomthar. Uh, so, you know, uh, just uh, jet black skin, red hair, huge, huge eyebrows. They basically like cover his eyes. They're so bushy and they're they're bright orange. Uh, Great, sees you approaching. <laughs> and I mean, you are, you know, you're giant kin, Finbar. So he sees you approaching and there's uh, a little less of that cold shoulder that he would normally provide to an out of towner. So he says, what can I do for you, sir? Um, I'll respond in giant and I'll say, uh, howdy there, brother. Yeah, he said that in giant, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, Yay! Uh, says, uh, I'm uh, looking to make some modifications to uh, some of the gear that I got on me. In case you haven't noticed, this here uh, symbol here is of uh, the uh, devil kind, and I don't like that on my armors. Is there a way for you to get rid of that? Uh, he rolled a natural 20 on a, on a history check to recognize it. So, uh, okay. hey, better here than in a fight against you guys. Uh, he goes, yeah. no fucking shit. Wow, where'd you <laughs> score something like this? Uh, know, by the way, go on, go on. No, no, we, we, we just came out of hell and some other places. We, we, we need to get some of that. Yeah, sure. Now, I'm not of any, uh, I'm not one to judge, but uh, if you did obtain this through the... Uh, illegal sort of channels i'd uh best keep this covered while you're in the city there's uh plenty of folks from bator do business here might not take kindly to seeing it hmm. especially if they think you stole it uh hell whether you stole it or not they might not take kindly to it <laughs> yeah I, I mean i i am not doublekin that is for sure uh and i definitely should not be wearing this but uh it does me a lot of good uh, and I'd like to get rid of the, the infernal markings if I can. Gotcha. Well, uh, stamping out, it's, uh, I assume the armor's enchanted. Uh, it, it, yeah, it keeps me safe from the cold. Not, not, not neat right here, but. You see, he picks it up and immediately, like, drops it, um, the same way that you would pick up a piece of hot metal and drop it, he <laughs> drops it and then he gets a leather glove, uh, puts it on, picks it up. Like, damn, you're not kidding. Yeah, it's got a chill to it. Uh, all right, so trying to reconstruct a magic item, you risk losing the enchantment. What I could do is uh, fill, maybe fill the uh, the etching here and uh, mm, I don't know, sort of stamp over it so to speak, uh, create, a, create a covering to fill it in and uh, put either just a plate on top or maybe something of your own design. Uh, need materials for metal and uh, take a couple days, but uh, that's uh, bet your best bet if you're looking to keep the enchantment uh, and get rid of the mark. 
And uh, how much is something like that going to cost me? Depends on what kind of metal you want to fill with. Uh, I could do just a, uh, a simple, you know, lightly enchanted iron, keep it keep it sturdy, or uh, got some more interesting stuff if you got the coin for it. Uh, sure, I, I'm going uh, to listen to what you got. Uh, let's see what he has in stock. Finbar, go ahead and roll me a D8. A D8. Shopping episode. Uh, that is <laughs> I am completely lost. Uno. Oh, wow. yeah, it's all in giant. Yeah, they're all in giant, and the uh, Broomthar has no interest in making this like a conversation you can follow, Kiana. Hey, that's no oh. problem for me. I'm just looking at everything on the walls. <laughs> Ooh, fascinating. Uh, he goes, adventurous. I like that. He goes, there's a safe in the back. The he's you know it's it's got a dial combination. He uses his hand, but of course the dial. He's a fire giant, so the dial yeah. is as big as like a dinger plate, and the the whole store is huge. By the way, Kiana, you're like walking basically <laughs> under tables. Yep. Finbar, you're like a child at uh, yeah, you know, at at a dinner party sort of situation. You know, chairs are way too tall for you, but like you could get on them if you wanted to. You see, he goes to the safe, opens it, pulls out a hunk of ore and puts it down on the counter. Uh, it's kind of silvery, but as he moves it, you see that it's got this like deep kind of purple luster to it almost. Um, he goes, you ever heard of dark steel? Nope. The dark steel, what dark steel? Well, you luck, my friend. <laughs> very, uh, very rare alloy invented by one uh, group of dwarves down the prime. It's got uh, properties make it uh, resilient against uh, lightning. I don't know how this would mix with your uh, resilience against cold, but for a pretty penny, uh, I could try to combine the two. Guarantee it won't mess up the cold enchantment I do it right, whether it gives you anything else besides just looking cool. That we'll have to see. Uh... You know what? I'm I'm down to spend a little coin. Uh, this sounds fun, and I do like the color. Um, All right, let's make it happen. I think I need to look at my dungeon master guide. This is more expensive than adamant. <laughs> oh damn! Ooh. Which uh, it's it's a this is a rare metal. Ooh. So let me see if I can look at the cost of adamant. Finbar is a big spender. I mean, if if he buys this, it's gonna be awesome, probably, but. I do not have all that much gold. Hmm. Yeah. I actually I mean, it's not do. That much so. Yet, but. Yeah. If you let me know, uh, I still have like 800 gold worth of diamonds on me. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> I don't spend it on anything. Two version of an adamanty version of a weapon uh, costs 500 more gold pieces. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, so this is more expensive than adamantine. He says the, uh, the groove is pretty uh, small. The uh, the iconography here. Don't think it would take that much of the metal to uh, actually fill it in. Price of that, let's say, 600 gold for materials and another uh, 150 for uh, labors. So, 750 gold for the whole thing. 750. Okay. Of course, you want me to... He, um, he says, now that's just filling it in. Might give you some sort of uh, advantage against this lightning. Use the whole lump of ore, reinforce it, gives you a better chance of it being worth something, but that's going to cost you north of a thousand gold. 
Oof. Okay. So basically what's happening here is uh, you can definitely fill this in. That's going to happen. Yep. You'll get some small bonus. Uh, I'll have to figure out what that is. If you just want to do like the cheaper option, he's saying if you want him to reinforce the whole thing, then that's going to be the really, really hefty price. I don't really have that much gold on me right now. Um, and I know this whole thing is going to take a couple of days if you were to do the whole reinforcing. Um, we'll do half now, half, uh, half upon completion. Th that That's possible. Hey, hey Kiana. Kiana. Well, what's up? Uh, what's you up? Wouldn't, you wouldn't have been half upwards of... How much was it again? Uh, which one are you looking for? Smaller job, bigger job? Uh, the smaller job I can cover, no problem. Uh, the, the bigger smaller job. Smaller job, 750. Big uh, job, probably going to be about... Let's see. Thirteen fifty. Uh, okay. Let's say, uh, I, I really like the sound of this armor, Kiana, and it, it's gonna look mad nice. Uh huh. Um, it is a tad bit expensive. Uh, okay. Uh, could I borrow about like five hundred gold, and I'll, I'll make sure whatever you get my, my cut on the next job. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, just uh, just say when when you have enough diamonds. Just start pouring a small sack of diamonds. <laughs> Absolutely no tack, no tack for business. Uh, okay. Right in front of the giant. Yeah. Just might as well ride uh, a tourist with your diamonds right into your hand. He, he's like <laughs> yeah. talking to his pixies because he's, he's not really great at counting. He's like, just let me know when it's fine. Stop, you. <laughs> they're they're okay. tumbling out of your hands and the pixies fly down and catch the little diamonds and bring them back up. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, uh, cool. So all which... Right. Okay. All right. So which job are you going with? Uh, let's, do the, let's do the big job. Big yeah. job it is. All right. Uh, big job like this, preparation, probably take me better part of a week. Right. But I'll hold it for you. What's your name? Uh, it's uh, Finbar. Uh, there's no T at the end of that. It's, uh, it's an <laughs> Why would there be? Uh, <laughs> I never heard of I a know, Finbar. Right? Uh, me neither. Oh, man. All right. Uh, one and only yeah. Finbar, and that's me. Uh, Got so. it. All right. Well, uh, uh, he takes half the price. Yeah, 675 for the um, uh, upfront. Oh uh, yeah, um, he can cover uh, it's 500 from Kiana and the other 175 from Finbar. Yep. Got it. You fantastic. You pay up. Uh, he takes the armor from you, puts it in a big leather sack so that it doesn't brush up against anyone and hurt them. Uh, goes <laughs> and puts it in the safe. He says, "All right, I'll get started on it. See you in a week, Finbar." Um, well, first, Finbar's wearing the armor, so he spends what like, oh. <laughs> 10 minutes uh, carefully <laughs> taking it off. Unbuckling oh, um, it. All right, I'm going to go have some other customers. Uh, <laughs> uh, tell your little friend, watch out. She's going to get stepped on in here. Uh, yeah, I, I'm keeping an eye out on her. It's, it's, all, it's all good. Um, so, yeah, he gives over the armor uh, and then spends another 10 minutes putting on his old breastplate. Um, Yay. Cool. All right. Very, very cool. Uh, very cool encounter. Uh, let's go to uh, Danny. Yeah. Danny, you approach the ship. Egan is uh, up on the ship, uh, touching the railing, like, slowly. Uh, hey, she's hey, caressing Egan, it and looking at you, it. Get, get over there! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Why are you back already? I thought for sure Otto was going to chew you out. Nah, he doesn't chew out people who do their job right. You can get down from there. I'm going to get grease all over the railings. I just cleaned <laughs> it up. <laughs> oh, there's grease all over the railings. <laughs> oh, oh, motherfucker. 
He goes, fine, fine, jeez, all right, all right, I'm off, I'm off. Holds up his hands, walks down the gangplank. Ew. Loser says, what? Danny just stares at him. Wow. <laughs> just... <laughs> uh, I thought that would work. Yeah, all right. bet you did. Um, bye. This guy's I'm older than go. you, right? Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, about like three years. Uh, you uh, go, uh, what's, what's Danny going to work on? Yeah, so any, just kind of finishing the patching repairs, kind of a thought I had um, while we were, since we were on the topic of the flamethrower that was installed, uh, it's right kind of above the front of the ship where the dining room is, and I think it'd be cool if there was like a trap door over the table that Danny could like jump up through to be at the flamethrower quicker. So I, if I'm going to do any like quick and dirty improvements to the ship, just straight up sawing a trap door in and like in, putting it on hinges. The, oh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so that my you can God. just immediately. Roll me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Roll me a tools check at disadvantage. Of course, of course. <laughs> if you're doing this quick and dirty. Make sure to not warn anybody at all oh, about the newly unstable patch happening. of floor. We split the party. You're sawing a hole in the ship like Wiley Coyote. I have amazing news. I rolled a natural 19 and a natural 18, so plus six, plus Holy three. Uh, that's a 27. Oh. You're not gonna. S- you're not gonna saw out um, the square, and then the entire rest of the ship falls away from you, except for the square. So just directly over the like <laughs> dining. <laughs> Puts up a sign that says, oops. Oh, just directly over the dining table, just like a, tr- literally like the simplest like stage trap door so that I could just swing it open and with a, if a, with a good leap, like pull myself through like you're getting out of a pool and be right where the flamethrower is attached to the ship. It's shockingly good. <laughs> um, you don't like to pat yourself on the back. Basically by seamless. I mean. You always pat yourself on the back <laughs> and now is no exception. It looks awesome. Yeah, this was good. Uh, having seen my good work, Danny's like, all right, that's that's good. That's a good, you know, afternoon work. Uh, I'm going to run down the corner store and grab, like, <laughs> grab a hoagie and something to drink. It really is just Philly. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> this is I'll see if, if you get around as I'm, like, heading off West the ship to, of head to, the, uh, <laughs> to head to the, uh, head to the, to the store. Do I see Egan as I'm leaving the ship at all? Uh, do you see Egan? Go ahead and roll a perception check. Natural 20. <laughs> oh my god. I only uh, roll good. Yeah, he's Danny's on, some he's on his ass like grass. <laughs> <laughs> this guarantees yeah, that we're going to have leave. combat later. And then we're all going to wow. roll like shit for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're wasting all our good rolls. Uh, I can only hope. I see him or no? Yeah, yeah. But natural 20, yeah, you see him. Hey, Egan. He rolled like a pack. Egan. Ah! Calm down. He runs. <laughs> Don't get back here. I need someone to watch the ship, Egan. Wait. <laughs> you chase him down, grab him by the ear, and pull him. What, what is it you want to say to him? Watch the ship. I'll grab you a drink if you just sit on the gangplank. Don't go on it. Make sure no one else does either. I can sit. I can sit on the gangplank. Yes. <laughs> Don't touch anything. <laughs> Ugh. And Danny like storms off. Right, right. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. Uh, I'm cool. Plug right. like skitters up to run <laughs> with her to head to the corner store. I'm gonna grab you know some snacks and a couple bottles of Danny or something. Fantastic. You fire. You avail yourself walk. of the uh, finest, fast, quick, dirty snacks that you can obtain in the city of Brass. And uh, with that, we'll head over to Virla. Yeah. Uh, it's a really simple sort of question that Virla wants to ask. Uh, he will, he knows where Otto's office is, I'm assuming, so he'll go and just sort of yeah, give you're just there. polite knock and then 
sort of <laughs> enter. Uh, you see he's uh, sprawled out on like a little, what do you call it? A little, like not, I guess like a love seat that's in there. You know, really like old, <laughs> dirty love seat. Uh, he's got his ah, boots up. Um, he lifts, uh, he has a hat over his eyes. He lifts it up. Uh, he says, I didn't say come in, but uh, now that you're in here, <laughs> what can I do for you? Do you know of any other way of navigating the astral sea that perhaps involves sets of three numbers? Curious, curious. Navigation. Hmm. I assume you're... What's the uh, context for what you're asking? Context is everything, my boy. I was scouring one of my old data spheres and I encountered the set of three numbers, but I'm afraid the context is, is as obscure as can be. It was written on my arm... Uh, in said memory. And that is all I know. My first assumption was that it was perhaps coordinates, but I have not known of a way to navigate through the astral sea through the means of coordinates. Very right, my boy. Uh, coordinates don't really work in a place with infinite space and time. The stars are the best way to get around. Uh, what are these coordinates you have? You said you saw them. What are they? Um, he, he puts out a, like, a piece of paper and a charcoal, bit of charcoal for you to write something down. He'll narrow his eyes slightly, but this is the only, this is the only lead he has to go on, so he'll... he'll Iron Giant he'll, style. He'll play ball. He'll, he'll write down the numbers. 008492. Inside baseball. Negative 073. 8753. Uh, he spins it around to, uh, look Stop. at them. Uh, he says, ah, three by three. I see. Uh, he rolled a natural 20 on his arcana check. Ooh! Oh, Otto! Uh, yeah, Otto! He goes, three by three. You're looking at coordinates not from the Astral Sea, my friend. That's why you're so confused. You're looking at the way that the Modrons navigate Mechanus. <gasps> yes! Yes! What? Oh! Viral feels I. It was right in front of your nose the whole time. I know. Uh. They were Minecraft coordinates. Uh. <laughs> uh, you see, Cubed. he takes um, he takes a pencil, uh, the, the same charcoal, and he writes above it, 000, 000, 000. He says, legend says Primus resides here. This is where he manufactures his Modrons. And the entire world of Mechanus is... Uh, Easily navigated by use of uh, magnetic obelisks that uh, provide a sort of, a, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically, it's like magical GPS. Um, sort of lightning rods for these these beings to be able to pinpoint their location. The coordinates are how they navigate their way around. Uh, a place for everything in their eyes. Eye, in the case of the Modrons, I suppose. <laughs> yes, what you found, though, I don't know where this is. I've never been to Mechanus myself, but uh, what you were looking there is coordinates in the Clockwork Nirvana. <gasps> yes. I do not need the exact location. The, the the insight you have given has been leaps and bounds uh, more helpful than what I have been able to glean. Thank you. You're very welcome. Now, remember that the next time that we have a job, and also get out of my office. <laughs> uh, I have one more request. May I borrow your sending stone? I do not know where Danny is. <laughs> Will he leave my office? <laughs> yes, not with the sending stone. That That's was implied. Of, 
yes. That would be so funny if we just had both sending stones. (laughs) 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 Renders them totally useless. Who is it? Oh, it's for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. yeah, uh, (laughs) He gives you the sending stone. He wants to go find Danny, basically. (laughs) Yeah, Danny, do you do you still have it on you? Yeah, it's like like in a pocket with like some like wrenches and stuff. <laughs> uh, actually, Getting what you were doing would have taken crack. forever. So let's say that um, you, uh, Virla, you're able to go find Danny on the ship. Okay. And I'll say for the yeah, sake of well, the conversation you had took like ten minutes, and yeah, Danny spent uh, a long time. Uh, you you arrive at the ship, and she's got a saw <laughs> and is halfway through sawing a circle uh, <laughs> through the top of the deck. <laughs> that is exactly what I was picturing. It looks like. She's like hunched over in a, a full circular squat. trap door. Lord save us from Danny. <laughs> no one can save you from Danny. What are you doing? Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, no. I almost want to leave it there. <laughs> and, that's, and then we, we fast forward through all of the other stuff you did, yeah. uh, getting Egan and all these other things. And I guess go, that means that Virla uh, and Egan snacks. get left on the ship together. No, I'll go, I'll go with Danny. Uh, Virla oh, can yeah. go with you if you yeah, want. Let's yeah, let's go grab a... Yeah. Gonna grab some stuff. Gonna grab a, some bottles of Danny, some hoagies, all that good stuff. Fantastic. Uh, you go... Uh, you guys all return at the same time. Uh, is there anything you want to debrief or you all just heading back to the ship? Uh, when, whenever there's a private moment, Virla would like to speak with Danny. Oh, yeah. We could sit on yes, the Yes, you got plenty of private moments. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> did I tell you about the nature of uh, what happened to me and the Paraspera before you found it? Well, you, you mentioned... You mentioned, like, you know, you were... Excuse me. Uh, you know, you didn't really know exactly what happened, but it was some really bad shit, and then you lost a lot of memory spheres, and you're, I know you're curious about it, so, uh, I assume you have a reason for bringing it up. Yes. Um, for the sake of transparency, what I do remember is this. I was in my room, uh, researching, cataloging, when there was, for lack of a better word, a ruckus. Um, Upon exiting my room, I I found very quickly that we were attacked by a crew of Githyanki. And I was able to hold off my own, uh, just barely. uh, Just enough to make it to the top of the deck. And that is the last thing that I remember. One of my crewmates yelled out to take cover or to watch out. And the next thing that I do remember is coming to on the deck of the ship with nothing in sight. No Githyanki. No crewmates. And the Paraspora in a state of duress. I spent the rest of... I don't know how long. Of that time, repairing the helm and trying to make the Paraspora at least a survivable state. Um, protected from the environments that the Astral Sea could give. And eventually that is when I had entered stasis and presumably where you had found me. But I was always curious what happened. I thought at first that the Githyanki had taken them prisoner, 
but given our last interaction, they do not take prisoners. I would have expected in that case to be corpses, remains of some kind, but there were none. I did some more looking back, some more research, and I found these, and I give uh, her the, the sheet of paper with the, uh, with the coordinates written on it. Numbers. Yes. <laughs> uh, these lead to a place somewhere in Mechanus. I have no money to offer to you, or Finbar or Kiana, but I ask that you help me go there. Daddy will roll out the paper and bop him on the head with it. You idiot, you don't have to pay us to help you out. We're your friends. Come on. And she'll still stand up and like dust off her coveralls. We should get going before Egan gets his greasy mitts all over the ship. He blinks a few times. That was a lot for him ah! to sort of like spew out. And uh, he's only a little bit emotionally scarred from it. But yeah, he is, he is, Virla is moved by this from what he perceived very selfless act. Um, uh, he can only muster out a thank you. Yeah, yeah. Aww. Aww. <laughs> so cute. Uh, on that note, I think it's a good break, time to take a break. Yes. So as you okay. two, um, Virla bears his soul to Danny and she comforts him, reassures him of his place among this found family. And her We're going to go to break <laughs> and we will see Yay! you guys back here in just a moment. Rolling with difficulty. Hi, I'm Austin and you're listening to Rolling with Difficulty, a D&D podcast. Now, back to the show. Rolling with difficulty. And welcome back. When last we left our heroes, uh they were all rejoining each other after going on their own little side adventures in not bossing say uh, <laughs> as da danny and virla you return snacks and uh hoagie wrappers in hand i can't believe you made me say hoagie wrappers in hand <laughs> finbar and kiana you see them uh returning you guys all enter the heap at the same time going through yep. those telltale piles of just absolute garbage <laughs> heading towards the ship is there anything you guys want to talk about or just head right back um, I make sure that um, Egan is not touching anything when I walk up. Okay. Before you guys even get to the ship. Ah. <laughs> uh, what do you... This would be a great time to discuss any plans you might have. What, what's in your hand, Danny? Uh, a hoagie and some bottles of Danny. Why? Something interesting. Some bottles of what? Like a soda. Danny. What? Not canon. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think I got my name I you... from? Uh, <laughs> Never mind, it's canon. <laughs> it's Danny. Fairly will immediately pivot and uh, basically re re uh, resummarize what he had asked for Dan, uh, what he had told Danny, and basically summarize it with, um, "Danny has agreed, but I do not want her to speak on behalf of the both of you. Um, would you be comfortable traveling to Mechanus to seek out this threat?" Mecha, what now? <laughs> Mechanus, uh, the Clockwork Nirvana. It is. It is. It is a plane. Is it less on fire? Finbart. No, it is. It is a an endless plane of gears <laughs> whose uh, timely turnings are what keep the universe running. Or that is what wow. I say. That sounds all nice, nice and good. But why, why are we going to a place that's all metal? Um, why wouldn't we? I want to find out what happened to my crew. 
Ah, this set of coordinates, and I'll hold the paper up, is yep. the only lead that I have. It leads to somewhere in Mechanus. All right. Let's do it. Thank you. So no one wants a bottle right. of Danny. This whole six pack is just for me. It's good. It's like lime flavor. <laughs> I'll try some. All right. Is this a real thing? Wait, is it also no. really spicy? Is this a bit? Like 50-50 shot on that one. I'll give it a shot. This sounds. This looks like a bit. I'm looking it up and there's nothing about like Danny <laughs> soda. What is this? <laughs> You've baffled me, Sophia. What is my life's goal if not to do just that very thing? I'm a woman of mystique. But yeah, that's that's all, all the other little sort of saying. All Finbar knows is that now he has to make a sandwich that uh, Danny will like better than uh, that swill <laughs> that she's bringing out. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Uh, Finbar has a new f um, favorite enemy. <laughs> the hoagie guy down Danny's the street. Danny's just like taking a chomp out of the hoagie and like looks over and sees Finbar glaring at her and just chews even slower and more confused for a moment. He's about to go Jamie Oliver on your ass like you're eating chicken nuggets. <laughs> um, How do you like that? Sandwich? You guys make your way back to the ship. Um, Good. Uh, Egan's totally on the ship. <laughs> Egan's Get your ass out He's of there. He's up at the helm this time. He, oh no, you know there's a big bubble over the helm? He has mm -hmm. his face like pushed up against it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shit, I'm gonna clean that. You wouldn't be able to see through that. Oh, Egan. Danny like uh, Finbar, starts Finbar goes up to him. <laughs> Um, it just, just grabs him and goes, <laughs> look, son, Benny don't You're like really it when big. you do that. And I'm going to uh, cartoonishly throw him off. Uh, you ship. throw him, yep. there's like a, like a five yeah. or six foot gap where it's just a drop into a lake of molten, molten you want me to, uh, <laughs> do you want me to roll for that? Roll. No. no, no, you can get him over. It's far enough. It's just. I want you to realize how dangerous what you just did is. The dude probably weighs like 120 pounds. <laughs> yeah, so can I. Which he's and never he's probably been. fireproof. And probably uh, every, <laughs> look, everything here is fireproof. Okay, he falls in that. He he what like scratches his knee or something. He'll be fine. <laughs> it does like I forget what it does. He also like works 10 for auto, damage so. or something like that. <laughs> But if it's fire damage, he's fine, right? He's resistant he's to it. Damage. Um. Um. He. You see, he lands in the in the ashy dirt. Uh, picks himself up as you guys walk off the game playing. You guys going? You you going already? Oh, yes. Egan, you better start running away from this ship real quick, or we're gonna run you over on our way out. Oh my god! I'm just asking if you're leaving, so I can tell Otto if you're going somewhere. Where are you going? Yeah, we're leaving, and you should be too. Go on, get. What's where, happening? Where, 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 I told you not to touch the hostility. Tell Otto that we are following up on the lead that he gave us. Oh, Otto gave us a lead? Will he, he know what that... Helped me. What does that yes. mean? I don't... What is it? That is for him to know and for you to not. As Virla is having this conversation <laughs> with Egan, Danny has already started the process of like untethering the ship and like getting ready to go. Um, Virla doesn't know why Danny's being mean to Egan, but uh, Virla's <laughs> ride or die, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, where's Plug? Uh, is Plug on the ship or is I. Oh, no. And I like look over to the side to make sure Plug made it onto the ship and he's not just like waiting on the shore. I immediately uh, go and check the kitchen. Out, 
Plug. <laughs> you go check the kitchen. Um, uh, Finbar, you go downstairs and you see uh, Plug is sitting on a shelf uh, oh, next to a glass jar. Danny, filled with Danny, he's, he's on. He's on the ship. He's on the ship. Oh, good. He he just slowly raises a paw. <laughs> Just, yeah, just get, get he out. waits to see if you're gonna <laughs> move. Just, just get oh, out. Malicious. I I move out of the way from the door and I tell him to, just, and I motion for him to leave. He swats the jar <laughs> off hits the ground, shatters. Peppercorns go everywhere, and then he hops off and walks past you like nothing has happened. Uh, that, <laughs> what a little shitbag! Danny, you gotta you gotta put a leash on him or something, or put him in a in a box. Mind or, your own uh, next time, Egan. I told you to stay on the gangplank. <laughs> shouting as we're pulling away, <laughs> fully ignoring Finbar's uh, plug uh, you're, problems. You're you're un, you're undoing the ropes, and he's like, "So you guys not gonna tell me where you're going?" <laughs> the Astral Sea. Where do you think we're going? We're on a spell jammer, you idiot! <laughs> wow. Um. I'm starting to feel bad he... for this guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Danny, you I know um, go walk up the gangplank. Um, you see he gives a little head shake. Uh, and then he looks up at you. And the expression is on his face goes completely reserved and uh, oh. motionless. Uh, and he says, oh. fine. If you won't tell me, we'll just have to find some way to follow. Uh, and he's going to reach out and cast fireball at you. <laughs> what? In, huh? what in, Everyone on the deck of the ship, please make a dexterity saving throw. Oh shit! No, I don't uh, have evasion yet. I think. Does Wait, the, you do uh, not have evasion yet? Does no! the bubble protect? Uh, he's casting it inside. That it's for like environmental effects, you know. Like oh, heat, fire can still go through. <laughs> All right. I've changed okay. my mind. I don't feel bad for him anymore. I, I rolled a natural two. Uh. <laughs> Uh, 15 Ten. exactly. 21. 10. Okay. Uh, let's I'm see. also fire resistant. Uh, DC, DC 16. Damn it! Oh, yeah. no, nice. no, I failed that. <laughs> Danny's fine. I was, gonna, uh, I was gonna joke that we made the big bad of the session, but, uh... <laughs> that's my just desserts. This is, <laughs> this is the surprise round. Uh, you see... There's a there's a brief moment, uh, kind of end of Infinity War Thanos snap style, where like everyone kind of realizes something's weird as this person you're just talking to is behaving normally, stiffens, the expression goes uh, re completely reserved, and uh, he uh. holds up uh, a single a finger. A white moat shoots like one of those little fireworks right at Danny, uh, just as you realize what's happening. <laughs> It detonates. Uh, every single person who failed takes 26 fire damage. Oh! Ah! Uh, go ahead and open roll 20. Yeah. So if we succeeded, it's 13 <laughs> fire damage? Yep. yep. All right, and then I yes. have that because I'm resistant. Danny's fine. <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right, let's go Great, ahead and roll. glad one of us is. Let's go ahead and roll initiative. Uh, can... Uh, Hold on. Can, can you do a reaction surprised? Wait a minute. So if he fell into the lava, this wouldn't have been... <laughs> So maybe you should have thrown. <laughs> Finbar, no. Maybe I should have thrown him into the lava. I mean, can I just maybe sort of like Danny's knowledge of this? Because he's my coworker. Like, There's... he's possessed, right? This is unusual uh, for him. He... Something's wrong. Yeah. Uh, uh, go. You cannot. You cannot. Correct. Uh, you cannot you take a reaction. Go ahead and roll initiative. So. Yeah. Twelve. Damn it! This is gonna be all of our great. 
rolls in the past coming to bite us in the ass. Alright. Ooh, a dirty 20 for Danny. Uh, 18 for Virla. Finbar sitting down at a 12. And how's Kiana doing? Initiative-wise or health-wise? Initiative-wise. 12. 12. <laughs> Fantastic. How is she doing health-wise? Actually, point uh, of order. Not good. <laughs> I am not one to cheat anyone out of a turn. Dan, uh, Kiana. Yes. You have the alert feat, so you technically cannot be surprised. I sure do. Uh-huh. So, here's what happens. But I you guys all stand yes. on the ship. Uh, uh. Finbar, you chase the cat up. Danny walks up the gangplank, ready to pull away. Virla walking towards the helm. Kiana, I don't know what you're doing, but you're up there. When this exchange mm -hmm. happens, the fireball detonates. Virla, too surprised to cast any spells in reaction to protect yourself. Fire just envelops all of you and roils across the deck of the ship, leaving a huge scorch mark. Everyone is, you know, shell, uh, shell shock. An explosion just went off by you, essentially. And, you know, yep, kind of ears ringing. Kiana, you are not so easy to surprise. If you'd like to take a turn, it is technically your turn in combat. Um, point of order, does, oh, does that mean that Plug would have gotten hit by the fireball? Because he would have also had to make a uh, deck save. Yeah, let's hit Plug. Why not? <laughs> no, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> why not? To, There's a lot of prepare. reasons why not. Um, Plug rolled a... What's his deck save? Oh, he, Plug is pretty dexterous. Plug's, Plug rolled a... Uh, 17 on his deck save. That will save. Oh my god. So what was half damage? <laughs> I think 13. 13? Oh, plug is still up. 13. Hoo hoo. Wow. Power word. Damn. Uh, no. <laughs> Good shit, plug. Hey, you know, All right, so vicious mockery is power word the... kill to a commoner. Oh my god. All right, so... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, Kiana. Any thoughts? Yeah, I know. Uh, I think, you know, I never do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my, uh, my. What is it? There's a bonus action that lets me dodge for the next turn. Uh, I don't like that. I just got set on fire. Patient defense. Patient defense. Yes, I want. I like that. Here's the problem. I'm so low on health right now. <laughs> um, I don't know if I want to close. Uh, I know. But I feel like I'm gonna. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, uh, let's see. Oh, we're all so clustered together. Let's not do that. I'm gonna hop off the ship <laughs> and get closer. Do what you're gonna, wait, sorry. Do what you're gonna do. do okay. what you're gonna do. Um, all right, I can close that easily. Then I can use my uh, Arms of the Astral Self summon. Uh to uh, deal him uh, 2d6 force damage unless he makes a dex save. Uh, <laughs> All right. You can do that as a bonus action and then action dodge if that's what you'd like to do. That's what I think might be the move. Um, although I don't know if that'll help me if he casts another fireball. I think that might just screw me over completely. Uh, but well, you know what? We'll deal with that when the time comes. Being close to him save. will prevent a fireball from being that much of a problem. You know? Oh, goody. Okay, well, like let's, let's try that then. It's possible for him to catch you, but it's way less likely he's going to be able to do it well, you know? Especially if you, like, get on the <laughs> other side of him. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, actually, let's uh, let's cut off his... I mean, I doubt he's going to escape. He's clearly being controlled by the scary bad guy from before, probably. So, bop. Uh, 
I love having so much movement. <laughs> oh yeah, just casually. No, no, no. Uh, just yeah, so then I'll do the Arms of the Astral Self Summon to deal him 2d6 damage unless he makes a... What is the dex save for that? Uh, DC 15. Uh, he actually is proficient in these. Uh, but a 3 won't help. Ha! Finally, 2d6 force damage. This never works. Right, oh, I have to write down his, his HP. Oh my god! Oh, man. Well, I hope he likes taking two force damage. Oh god. <laughs> Ooh. He's looking rough. I, snake eyes. <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, well, that was fun. And then for my action, I'll do a patient defense if I can, or just dodge action, I guess. Uh, just Fantastic. get ready for a scrap. So this fireball explosion, you guys all standing on the deck of the ship. Kiana immediately runs off down oh, the gangplank. No. Uh, you gonna like just duke <laughs> around him? You gonna jump? How does how do you close off someone's exit? How does Kiana maneuver herself with all this monk speed? I probably juke around him. Uh, I mean, I would like flip over him, but I am trying to be efficient about this. Um, hey, the end is where you get to live out your fantasies. If you want to flip over someone, you feel free. If that's okay, I mean, I don't really want him doing a, a, a no, yeah, opportunity attack. He he would. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you come in, come over. As you go over, the arms come out, and he fully was not expecting Ooh. you to pull this crazy stunt, bombarded, but not by that much of force. And you cut off his escape. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that brings us to the top of the initiative. Danny had 20. You turn and Whew. see Kiana standing behind him, his just blank expression looking at you, waiting for what you're going to do. Oh, that's not my idiot friend. Okay. Uh, how, like, in the process of taking off are we? Like, could we within the round, uh, if everyone got their shit together, like, get the ship moving? Someone's got to get in. Uh... Uh, ooh, let me look at the mechanics, because you gotta, you can, like, park it and unpark it. You gotta unpark it, and then you gotta plane shift, which is at least an action. Uh, the plane shift is an action. So, let me check. Parking, I think parking, unparking is a bonus action. I'm gonna double check that after this session, but for the sake of things, let's just say it's a bonus action to unpark it, and then a, an action to plane shift, if that's what you want to do. Alright. Uh, Danny's gonna, like, size up the situation. Clearly this is not great, and also, like, I give him a lot of shit, but I don't want him to die, so... Uh, she's gonna point to Virla in full, like, boat mode. Get the ship moving! And then start running, wait, what? <laughs> running for the gangplank. Uh, kind of, like, sliding down the side of it. Then point out to Kiana, get your ass back on the ship! But he, he set a fireball on us! <laughs> and, uh, I'm gonna cast Grease underneath where he's standing to try and make him go prone. Uh. <laughs> okay. Which is a uh, ten foot is cube, at... so it could be fantastic. Here. Fantastic. It's a Does DC fifteen dex save. Does he make the save now or at the start of his turn? Uh, he start makes it when turn. it appears. Oh, oh, sweet. Okay, DC fifteen dex save. Oh my god, another dex save, another three. <laughs> <laughs> on yeah, your ass, it. Egan. You see, thud, literally falls on his ass. Looks around, says. Not as dexterous as I'm used to. Or the ship, Kiana. Uh, and I will use my bonus action to tell Plug to go below Dex because he's looking a little singed and I don't want him to get hurt. Uh, yeah, he sisses and then crunches up like an accordion and dashes below. Squeak. Yeah, so Danny's just going to like perch on the gangplank, kind of like surfing on it a little bit. Uh, just yelling out orders at people and that'll sort of end my turn. We got to get out of here. All right. Dearla, you're up. Yeah. Uh, could I run 30 feet? Uh, get in the helm? 
Seems that way to me. Whoop. Yeah, so I'll do that. Uh, bonus action to unpark, and I will hold yes, my action. Yes, please do. <laughs> All right. Kiana's back on. I board. didn't realize we were planning on booking it. <laughs> my mistake. It's Egan's turn. Uh, oh, looks around. God. Sees you guys. Sees you get in the helm, and immediately Groxon's situation says, "Suppose it's my turn to be leading as well." Turns to look directly what? at Kiana. Kiana, make an insight Don't. check. Oh God. Okay. Come on, Kiana. You're good at these. Eh. Uh, fourteen. Oh. Uh. With a plus seven. Uh, something very you know familiar about this uh, this whole encounter. Turns to look at you and says. Swear to God. I'll be seeing you soon. And mm -hmm, there's a mm -hmm. purple uh, gateway opens up and he steps back and uh, he will cast Dimension Door and vanish. <gasps> Wait, he Egan? just kidnapped Egan. He just kidnapped Egan. That asshole. Just Egan? Uh, He's a Egan cast Dimension Door, yeah. No. No. Wait. You introduced a punching bag huh. and then he actually was the big bad evil guy. Should we... We might need to in we might need to entertain the possibility. No, Egan was definitely Egan being possessed. Bad guy. <laughs> I probably could have confirmed that if I wanted to in that fight. Yeah. Egan's not smart. I would have this. like done the mind link thing to check for sure, okay. but I don't want to do that <laughs> because I don't want whatever's in there touching my brain. <laughs> so, great. Yeah. All right, uh, I guess I'm going back on the ship then. <laughs> all right. If there's nothing anyone else wants to do, uh, you all Board Should we tell Otto? I'll call him when we're on the road. Fucked off. Um. Okay. Cool. Uh, cool. Yeah. You run. Everyone runs back up. On the the sails unfurl. The ship drifts a little bit away from the edge, and then there's the sun rushing upwards as you emerge on the cool and dark astral sea. Um. As we're once we're on the astral sea, Danny will use the sending stone to call Otto, uh, and give him a. Egan is possessed and just uh, left the heap. Uh, what? If he comes back, That's can it. you give me a call? <laughs> I hold on. Wait. Um, say that one more time. Egan is possessed and he just left the heap. If he comes back, can you give me a call? Just left. I just spoke to him a minute ago. What? Yeah. Whoa. Well, Dimension Did door he seem not, like his normal level of moron? Dimension door only spits you out within he, 500 feet. Uh, I would say normal level of moron is a pretty good way of describing it. He uh, said that you uh, were going, following up on the lead to Mechanus, and uh, uh, that was pretty much it. Mm. Well, good news. He didn't notice the two points of force damage. <laughs> Oh, you might want to clean up the grease by the dock, although, eh, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, and Danny will hang up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that's the end of discussion with, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with Otto. Huh. Uh, hey, Kiana, um, do you, did people yeah, like, used up? to possess other beings back at the monastery you lived at? Because that's not usual for Egan. No! Uh, this is not normal for me. I, I had to oh. ask. I don't know what your normal I is. I don't think any of this is normal. I'm starting to think I don't know what my normal is either. Mm. All right. Well, let's let's get you patched up. Thank you. 
Um, I don't know if we can get a short rest, uh, but if not, I can pump some healing in right Do now. Do we know how to get to a portal to Mechanus? Uh, that's a good question. I'm going to say that you probably do it's probably gonna take go ahead virla or yeah we'll have it be virla roll me 2d4 2d4 sure either really good or really bad uh, uh that's how many eight days quotes no it's many days gonna take you to get to yeah. the nearest portal to mechanist that you that's know okay, we, need, okay. We, could use some rest, we could use some rest we could use r and r time yeah. yeah i would like a long rest please <laughs> yeah on a hypothetical scale from uh zero to 34 i'm feeling about an eight right now <laughs> You have 34 hit points? How is that possible? I, I, when we leveled up, I rolled like a two on my hit points, and it wasn't low enough that I could re-roll it. Yeah, we re-roll we re ones, but twos you gotta sit with. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had a 31 hit points when we started, and now I have 34, so I hope everyone's happy. Wow. <laughs> my DM fingers are tapping together. Do we wish to? Do you think I was just going down in the middle of do every fight for funsies? Of whoever was. I, I hit you a lot. I'm not keeping track of how much damage I do to you. I'm like, ah, I'm probably just doing a lot of damage. To okay, her. next time we are more. stepping on and off this ship, y'all gotta eat some of these candies, and I and I hand out some treats that. Um, oh. Uh, essentially, they give you temporary hit points. Um, oh. What? Danny, uh, how many do oh. you give any everyone each of us? Um, I can only make three per long, short, no, I can make these, I make three per, uh, long rest, and they last for eight hours, so, and they give you three temporary hit points each, so. What is it, uh? Uh, no, this is, this is, is, this, is uh, this an item that we can uh, find? my cooked this? treats, this is from my Ooh. chef, uh, feet, Ooh. um, so. Chef feet. Uh, oh. these. And they give you, uh, how much? Three temporary hit points. Whoa. So it's a tiny little buffer before we get into uh, combat, it, but every little bit counts. Um, they are technically sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> what? Is so Finbar hands out these small, um, almost like sandwiches. Yeah, small sandwiches. And he says, he turns to Danny and like, let me know how it looks. I'm working on some. Danny will immediately pop one in her mouth. Oh, it's pretty good. <clears throat> pretty, pr pretty good? Yeah, it's a sandwich, dude. What do you want me to say? It looks delicious. Back to the kitchen it is. And thus, Finbar's start of darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is going on their dark, their evil, like, do we... evil subplot. Finbar, didn't you used to have armor? Do we wish to discuss <laughs> the implications? Didn't you used to have armor? <laughs> I'm still wearing armor. This is this is my. Oof! I've always had this. Yeah. Oh, you talking armor. about the other one, the one I got from hell? No, I was talking about the armor that you like handcrafted yourself. In the f yeah, I'm talking about the armor you got from hell. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't need. The it's attitude. been a stressful it's... afternoon. I, I understand. <laughs> I, I understand, but it's me and Keanu. We went out shopping a little bit, and I was looking to get rid of the 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 mark of the the devil on it, and. Uh, but it's really nice giant fantastic you should have seen his shop i think you would have loved it um but he handed uh he had a special ore that he wanted to uh mess around with and i, I said go for it so it's in the shop for a little bit so next time we go back to city brass uh I, i'm doing I, I got an upgrade waiting for me so Ooh. oh nice okay do we 
wish to discuss the implications of whoever yeah, was there's, possessing there's I don't think he knows where we're going. going. Well, well, he went to speak with Otto, and Otto has no reason well, that's to true, but, uh, withhold information. Well, I guess we don't know if Egan was still possessed at the time. You didn't recognize the voice that, like, possessed him at all, did you? No, this is new to me. Um, he spoke I knew there were with like, his normal, like the the sound yeah. was normal, the cadence and the mannerisms changed, mm, but it was still his wrong, like, yeah. voice box. It wasn't yeah. like a woman's voice coming out of his body or something like that. Uh, That'd be pretty impressive. Yeah, I don't know. So we um, got a thing hunting us down that can get in our heads and possess other people. Is that is that what this sounds like? Yeah. Well, get in somebody's head. Okay. Well, I, I, don't, I don't like this. So far, it's only been in one head at a time. That is true. We need, like, a secret sing signal so we can always make sure we all know who, who of the four of us isn't possessed. You know? I am pretty sure that anyone that can get in our heads can probably figure out what our secret signal is. No, no, no. I think we can make... I think... Because, I, no, you know, like, it's like if there was a mimic on the ship that was mimicking one of us, or I guess a doppelganger would be more accurate... And they didn't know we had like an in joke or something. We need like a handshake or a, like a like a, a call sign or something that only us four in this room would know. And plug. And then it's in our head, right? So then the person who's in our head, I have we an don't idea. know for sure. We had to like respond to them, right? I have an idea. Yes. Mila. Oh. I have an idea. Why don't we? act as though we have a secret handshake or gesture but that in reality we do not all right whoever is reading our minds will think there well, is a they're handshake reading our or minds, gesture but we, they just isn't it the same problem but they, they just still know that we're pretending to have a secret handshake or gesture oh. you have unraveled the logic of your own argument uh how about we just make sure we're ready to fight in case they show up again. I don't know any about this All secret right. mind game yeah. type deal, but just, just <laughs> y'all be careful. Alright. I'm gonna keep fixing the engine if we have nothing else to do until we get to Mechanus. Um, I'm very excited for this trip. I'm gonna take a long rest so I have more than eight hit points if I can. <laughs> long rests are taken. Okay. Thank this you. is eight yeah, days at, of time to work at on some activities. Point, yeah. So, if there's any conversations you want to have, any, like I said, activities you want to, or projects you want to work on, <laughs> uh, now is the time. In general, you guys fall into sort of a rhythm with the ship. So if there's anything you want to narrate about that. Until now, travel time has been like a day or so. Mm -hmm. So while there might be routines you're, you know, there might be jobs and tasks you're taking care of. This is the first time you guys are probably going to fall into a routine as the four of you on the ship. So if there's anything you want to narrate about that, Please feel free. Uh, and if again, if you have any tasks you want to attend to, why don't we start? I'm sure Danny has something. So <laughs> I have a list of. I'll start with Sophia. Uh, so in general, for most of the flavor, if anyone ever goes looking for Danny, she's somewhere on the ship tinkering with something. Since we have eight days, God, I, hope I would like ship. to continue uh, on Danny's I list of fixes, which has been ship. tweeted out at this point. Um, and I'm just trying to decide which one of these is the funniest to do right now because I really do want to do all of them at some point. Uh, I've done some <laughs> trap dooring. Um, I guess, like, since Kiana seems to really um, 
need to be kept on her toes right now. Like, it seems like she's got a lot going on. And in Danny's mind, like, there's nothing like being prepared. (laughs) Uh, One of the things that I wanted to work on was building, like, a dummy that would wander the ship and periodically just try and, like, reach out and punch Kiana. Um, Of course. Of course. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know how feasible that is for eight days. DM, you tell me. Uh... Um, you're gonna, you're uh, an artificially intelligent mobile dummy. You're probably gonna need materials that you don't have. Okay, okay. We'll put that one on hold. I mean, it's totally doable. You're an artificer, but you built a homunculus. I... You, you know, you built, uh, what's his name? Plug, who's smarter than, you know, what's that his machine's name? gonna be. But <laughs> Danny, I... Danny has no way of knowing this, but this training dummy will do me absolutely no good because I have the alert feet. I can't be surprised while I'm conscious and it doesn't gain an advantage. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely got it by being ambushed in the monastery every other week. It's not, it's not the, it's not the robot. Okay. In that case, I have two things I'd like to work on. One, I'd like to continue adding secret passageways, like just holes in walls that are like very well hidden doors, basically between different rooms. So there are just more ways to get around the ship, but only if you know where they are. And I'm not going to tell anyone where the doors are. Um, if anyone sees me sawing into the wood of the ship, they just get another. Just uh, like... <laughs> don't worry about it. See. You forget, Finbar has a uh, passive... It's just like loose paneling uh, that you just are able perception. to like, move aside. He sees, I can he make is, a stealth you, check if you want. You want to... Okay, you want, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. We're doing yeah. stealth. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, not great. 21. Yeah, no, I rolled 13. <laughs> <laughs> I'd specifically like to add doors in between no one knows what Danny's up to. the boiler room and the kitchen, mm. like and maybe into like one of the cabinets on like so if you you would enter into a cabinet from like the boilery room area. Um, uh, another one somewhere on the middle floor that goes down like a trapdoor into the storage area. Uh, and a door between Danny's room and walls. whatever the room adjacent to it is. I don't see the map right now. I think he so- honestly. <laughs> So just oh more boy. ways for Danny uh, to get I can bring up the map. In fact, we should, if we haven't tweeted out, we should tweet yes, out. Yes, we will oh, have by the time this episode goes up. I like to keep you guys up. resting. Because I know everyone's seen the top deck. but uh, I, Well, I'd also love to give Kiana some stuff in her room. Because right now she has a hammock and a, and a, and a, and a stationary dummy to punch. I'm going <laughs> to That's all I got, draw baby. where Danny would like to put secret trap, like secret doors that she could crawl through. Oh my goodness, you're gonna kill me making Finbar these Finbar just hears Please go ahead. Danny noises just... all over the ship, and he's like, you know what? I'm not even gonna bother. Mm-mm. Let her do her thing. Danny noises. <laughs> oh, that's the very one already. Ah, okay. <laughs> already this is yeah. You're making adjoining hotel room doors. There's, one, There's already like, doors right door there, there, there to the other rooms. Um, it's, it's about mobility. <laughs> yeah! <and there's> one... <laughs> There's already the kitchen. It's an open kitchen. There's already a door going from the engine room into uh, the kitchen. To the break. So that's Danny's primary objective. And I'm trying to do this without anyone else noticing. Not really maliciously, but just because I don't want anyone to ask me what I'm up to. Uh, And I want them to look as seamless as possible. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, roll a tools check as if I possibly need to see this. Yeah, come up with this roll. Uh, 24. There we go. Oh my god. <laughs> that... Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, my pat. 
So as far as you guys know, only Virla has <laughs> oh seen Danny God. in the process of making any of these doors, and only one of them. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. Uh, he fulfilled all these doors. Does that take up pretty much my whole eight days? <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. I have one other. Yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. We, we laugh. We laugh now, but then just wait until we have yet another yeah. uh, below yeah. deck combat in which uh, Danny will be able to utilize. You the laugh secret now, but it's gonna come. It's all gonna come up, Danny, later on. Oh uh, um, yeah. <laughs> and when I'm not actively sawing the doors together, I will be available for conversation. But you have to find Danny. She's just somewhere below decks. Oh, of course. <laughs> That's pretty much my eight days oh, at this boy. point. Uh, does anyone else have anything they'd like to narrate? Encounters uh, forming and in, falling into a routine, or any projects they want to work on. Um, to help with the passage of time, Finbar, you know, has like uh, a lunch um, that he forces everyone to attend, um, <laughs> just for the sake of timekeeping um, oh, and you know, unplugging from our various devices. Um, <laughs> no phones at the table. Step away from the helm for a little bit. No electronics at the table, barely just like face plants on the table. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Um, plug is not uh, allowed uh, at the dinner. Danny table, tries to sneak so. him in anyway. What? <laughs> just fully like uh, under the vest. Through, through the trap door and the, the trap door and the, the table and just. The little the hatch floor. opens up. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and for each of the eight days, oh, uh, uh, Fibar is trying to perfect his sandwich <laughs> recipe. Uh, oh. He needs to outdo his hoagie. Go ahead, make a, um, a chef's tools check. So chef tools okay. plus wisdom. So I think uh -huh. that's just proficiency plus wisdom. Yeah. So this is a plus seven. Here we go. Uh, uh, and I will guide myself on this. <laughs> um, I will pray Please. to the stars. Um, and add an e d4 on this. Uh, cool. That is a 24. God, please will Danny like this. Nice. Uh, you, nice. just like Danny falling into her secret routine, <laughs> people come up to you, you know, as you're just eight days focused on perfecting the sandwich. <laughs> just, uh, more, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> interactions. Uh, first off, I want to say, uh, very, I love very. I want to give an inspiration, varying character for Finbar to uh, be concerned about the passage of time and keeping track of everything. Yeah. So, to mm. force these regular meals for camaraderie, but also so that people don't fall in. We know how easy it is to, you know, become a gremlin and uh, have a totally messed up schedule. Uh, so, nothing but respect for Finbar trying to keep everyone uh, healthy in that respect. And uh, yeah. yeah, totally. Uh, uh, what kind of sandwich does Finbar make that is gonna beat this hoagie out of the water? Blow this hoagie out of the water. Um. Well, the um. He doesn't want to abuse the um the spice of deliciousness, but um he needs <laughs> this win. Um. So regardless of the ingredients, um he throws a little bit of that in there, but um he picked up uh in the market so, so the main thing he bought uh he went for was the armor while in the uh city of brass but he picked up some uh ingredients um some of the fire slugs um some rare spices and herbs and again like he's doing this specifically for danny so it's a little on this 
it's a little on the spicier side because I know she likes um <laughs> she's used to spicier foods. I ate spicy um, food before but we started reporting this. There are different versions of uh, the sandwich so there's one specifically for danny and then there's one um specifically for virla that um he's experimenting with different kinds of oils again he has no idea how <laughs> virla eats or whether or not he oh, enjoys that's hard. That's uh, his food because <laughs> virla does not um, eat oil <laughs> virla but, eats uh so it, it, it's somehow virla sandwich seems a little wet um but not not in a way that's <laughs> off-putting. Uh, it, it's definitely a wetter sandwich. Mm. Um, you're, you're going for a good moisture yes, ratio. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then for um, uh, Kiana, uh, he sticks with the, the basics. Uh, lettuce, tomato, yes. um, and various meats uh, that he can uh, uh, that he has in his pantries. Um, and his uh, special sauce. Uh from uh, the pixies, yeah, which he will never he will never tell what the secret ingredient is, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's love. Um, and so, like, <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> he listens to input on each of the sandwiches on each of the eight days, um, and then on the eighth day, he presents his masterwork to each uh, of the crew members. I I feel like at some point in these eight days, Virla will have to come <laughs> clean and explain that. Uh, he's perfectly capable of eating, you know, food, and and he has snuck a few bites of what Finbar has been offering. It's just like for the sake of, he he appreciated uh, Finbar trying to accommodate for Virla, and he just partially he thought it was really funny. Partially he didn't have the heart to to tell him that Virla doesn't eat gears, doesn't drink oil, uh, but he could not keep this charade up. He, this, this it's like I I have a truth to tell you. I apologize for keeping this from you for so long, but I I cannot in good conscience eat this and lie to your face about it. I cannot eat this. Finbar kind of looks at the oh. sandwich. He's like, okay, good. It's a little wet anyways. And he kind of just slides it off the table. like, the cat will eat that. Yeah, Plug runs over and immediately starts like... Oh, uh, Plug is all over it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh, Plug later. grabs it and then Plug... Disappears. You're like, where'd Plug go? Plug goes into the entrance. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Runs off into the cabinet. I, I, look, I, I look at Danny for like opens two the cabinet. seconds. Danny doesn't even register. I like take a bite of the sandwich. <laughs> oh, this is pretty good, Finbar. Still pretty good. <laughs> you are getting. Uh, I, make, this is objectively a better sandwich. Yeah. If you want to play it off, Danny, roll a deception check. Yeah, man. Give Finn I think in sleep. Danny's mind, it's just these are two different kinds of sandwiches. They're both good. They're just different directions. Uh, but I rolled a two on deceptions. Ah! <laughs> uh, you can tell. Tears in big, her eyes. It's a big bluff. It's just Finn Bar. She's really trying to hold it together. In euphoria. Okay. It's good, uh, dude. On the flip side, you are getting no helpful feedback from me because every one of these sandwiches is one of the best things I've eaten in my life. Why can't y'all just be like Kiana and appreciate the time and work that I put in to accommodate for your taste buds? Whatever. Presumably, Virla yeah, like, yeah. comes clean um, before the eighth day. So whatever he, whatever Finbar presents on the eighth day, like Virla will eat like wholeheartedly, and, and uh, it will be delicious. Uh, so he kind of. After everyone finishes to eat, um, he cleans up after everybody and says, uh, 
thank you for uh, dealing with my sandwiches. Um, and he will go and yeah. wash the dishes. Uh, while he's in the kitchen, Danny will come up to him, like, kind of sheepishly, like, Hey, Finbar. Thanks. Hey, how's it going, little one? Thanks for trying really hard to make the sandwiches. Um, because you're a good friend, so I feel like I should tell you that I added something to the kitchen. But we're not, um, you're my good friend, so I also want to annoy you, so I'm not going to tell you what I added. I just <laughs> want that you to know that it, there is something new here. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> And right. then Danny's going to walk okay, into yeah. the engine room <laughs> through the normal door. <laughs> Does um, Danny think that's an apology, or is she still being a, a little jack, like, smartass? Oh, she's being a smartass. That's One, the most It's both the most sincere compliment, compliment okay. and then immediately followed yeah. by her being like, mm, this is too much emotional vulnerability for one day. I'm going to be a little bit of a smartass. <laughs> Uh, Finbar is going to uh, laugh and oh, chuckle no. to himself. He's like, it's, it's always exciting on the actual sleep with these guys. All right. Oh, uh, that's Finbar. <laughs> uh, Kiana, anything that you would like to do? Any routine or any encounters uh, that you would like to do over these eight, eight, eight days? Feel no pressure. I, uh, yeah, if the answer is I just mean, the normal stuff, that's totally fine. I, the, the problem is I am really not liking the active role this new psychic bad guy is taking in possessing yeah. random innocent people and chasing us down with them. Um, and I, I think I know that I have, uh, above average, res uh, average resistance to psychic stuff. Like I, you know, mm -hmm. I, that is part of the monastery. So I, I think I would probably know that I took to it a little better, but I'm genuinely starting to get worried about, um, what might happen if someone else on the crew gets whammied, uh, since that seems like a totally possible thing. And I don't think any of them have any of the countermeasures I have, but I don't know if there's a single goddamn thing I could do about that. <laughs> so, um, uh, anything to make to... us all do meditations with her every day to strengthen. <laughs> I don't think I could uh, persuade anyone to do that. <laughs> come do some yoga with me. Oh, Finn, Finn, I would love to do. Oh, yoga. you wish this was oh yoga. God. It is sitting. <laughs> <laughs> I was never good at meditation anyway, so like it won't help. No, it's uh, it's an excellent thought. Uh, if you, if it's great are willing, you know, uh, you're not going to impart psychic resistance upon anyone, but you can share a little bit of you know whatever you might have found useful and worth holding on to from your time at the the Cenobium. Well, I think part of the problem is uh, my. Uh, my psychic resistance is a racial trait, but I have no way of knowing that. So I probably just assume that like the, the fuck around <laughs> stuff that I do is what works. So it's just like, yeah, I just imagine really interesting stuff while I'm sitting there and then the 45 minutes fly by <laughs> while you're meditating. And it's like, that's the opposite of a helpful meditation technique to actually develop psychic resistance. But I don't know that. <laughs> I think, I don't know. I'm just, this is the thing I'm worried about, but I have no way of actually practically doing anything about it. Um, and I don't know if I'd think to bring it up with anybody because I don't think there's anything they can do about it either. <laughs> and I don't want to bring up a potential source of constant anxiety that nobody can do anything about. It sounds like you're already uh, a source of constant anxiety that no one can do anything about. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm trying uh, not to bring it up with anybody. I don't want them to worry. Does, <laughs> but I don't know what does to this do. Mean, like, is Kiana walking around seeming outwardly very stressed? Uh, I don't think Kiana has a very high... Kiana's probably moving around. So I think anyone with a decent wisdom... Not Danny. I certainly no, Danny do not. Oh, uh, uh, 
anyone anyone who's <laughs> you know keen to uh-huh. would pick up on it. Hey, hey, uh, Kia, you you doing all right over there? Yeah. Uh, eh, uh, mostly, you know. All right, all right. Look, um, you need to, to, to sit down. Let's sit down for a little bit. You, you're pacing around. You, oh. you cause the friction on the floor. Uh. Daniel won't like that. This is, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit. Sorry. So, also, it's it's like creaking weird over there. I don't know if anything's wrong with it, but I like it felt a little loose. Don't think about it. Like God knows what this this, this girl's doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. You're the district clattering of a wrench. <laughs> What's on your mind? You seem it seems a little heavy. Yeah, I I don't know anything about what's been going on with the with the spooky psychic voice guy. I don't know who that is. I don't know what they want. And I don't know how to stop them from doing what they're doing. And that scares me. I don't know much about what's going on either, but yeah. my time in the Feywild has taught me that you can only do so much preparation. You can only uh, mm-hmm. anticipate so many uh, possible uh, outcomes to any given situation. At some point, you got to learn to let some of that go and be more present. Right now, it's been a couple days. They haven't come up. Um, and yeah, you worrying <laughs> is going to do more damage in the long run. You got me, you got Danny, you got Villa, and that's all that matters. Yeah, we're gonna get through this together, and we're gonna mm-hmm. have your back every step of the way. I hope so. And on top of that, I got this cool little trick. Um, oh, he pulls out his um. Uh, Starman. Uh, it's a little mm-hmm. wooden block um, with sort of cheese holes, um, and he sort of holds it up, huh. and he says, "Studying the stars, you learn a couple of interesting tricks, um, and to protect yourself from some of the things out there, there's this cute little spell called uh, Protection from Good and Evil. Uh, it, it has Ooh. a couple of benefits. It, it, it don't last too long, but." Worst case scenario is it'll protect us from any sort of um, possession or, or or charms or anything this weird little voice trying to squirm in our ears uh, are going to do. Um, that's the only thing that I got in terms of hard magic, um, but it's better than nothing. No, yeah, that's that's actually very comforting. Thank you. So yeah, no, in terms of what Finbar has in terms of uh, anticipating or protecting against um, some sort of possession from this entity, he has protection from good and evil prepared and on deck. Very cool. That is good. Very cool, Finn. You guys disperse from the hallway and the trapdoor slowly raises and closes. Like a Disney animatronic, just oh, like... Oh, man, Danny's just going to be privy to all our conversations now. Um, fantastic. Keanu, is there anything else you'd like to do? If not, we're going to move on to Virloff. Yeah, that that basically got me covered. I think I'm good, all actually. Right. <laughs> we'll try to avoid Virla, stressing so much. What would you like to do? It's in a couple parts. First of all, I think he would want to keep trying to uh, 
figure out anything that he can glean from his previous memories. But whether or not you want to, like, do another role, I'm totally fine with him not really being able to learn anything new. I think anything, any new information that might come to him would have to come from Mechanus. Um, but he, he will try to just kind of, like, basically investigative terms, go over his notes again, like, see if he had missed something again. But uh, additionally, he is still very grateful for, uh, in his mind, just the very selfless act that Danny, Finbar, and uh, Kiana are doing for him. Uh, and so he would want to try in his own way uh, to sort of, like, give a little something back. Um, uh, and that essentially will come in the form of uh, him scouring through his data spheres to try and find, uh, for Danny, anything regarding just, like, cool mechanics that he might have come across, maybe any anything from his previous data spheres, like, that it had, like, cool mechanisms, or maybe maybe a previous function of the ship that had been, um, not been adapted that Danny might like, uh, for Finbar, any, uh, any, any unique creatures or foods that Virilla might have come across. Um, he's also, he was also just, part of him being upfront about him not being, him being capable of eating was also stems from this desire to, to want to <laughs> just sort of, like, give something back. Uh, and then for Kiana, um, his passive insight is a 12, so I'm not sure if he would necessarily glean that Kiana's, uh, stressing or something like that. But if he is, then he would want to, like, maybe do some research and see if there is anything about people who can speak in other people's minds, um, just to sort of gain information on the enemy, so to speak, just so that, it, in Virla's mind, he can't prevent whatever this person is doing, but at least the team can be more prepared for if and when right. it does. Um, fantastic. So that's a lot of things. Let's break it into chunks. Uh, uh, I'll say, uh, <laughs> yeah. you're going to be able to accomplish s probably some of that. Uh, so what's the thing you'd most like to accomplish? And we'll start there. Sure. It'll definitely be giving back to the crew. Um, okay. So like if, 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 if it's like a matter of just like splitting that up amongst the eight days and however you see fit that that's going to be his main priority. Since they're uh, already was... on the way to Mechanus, it's less of a priority for him to kind of go over his notes again. Got it. Uh, I would hmm. say that uh, going over stuff for all of them is probably going to take you a little bit. So let's break it into three quick rolls, and some of this might sure. be information I can provide you now. Some of it maybe I'll have to write up post-session, uh, particularly like mm -hmm. meals for Finbar. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, where do you want to start? <laughs> where do you want to start, Noir? Um... He'll start with Danny. Okay. So you're you're curious about uh, new new mechanisms, things, perhaps old functions of the ship, something she could uh, instill herself. Install? Yep. Install herself. Install. Go ahead. Yeah. Roll, um, Reper re mm, roll... Refurbish, I don't know. Roll history. All right. Uh, oh, uh, dirty 20. Ooh. Dirty twenty, oh. certainly. Uh, so you're going over your notes. Um, not yeah, you're, you're like going over past things, trying to find anything that could potentially be of interest to Danny, which is fairly wide, <laughs> fairly wide. Um, I'm not picky. Uh, net. Uh, <laughs> there's all sorts of different stuff. You do know it. It has come up before. There is a there's a scrapyard, the second layer of Acheron is right. the largest scrapyard. Uh, so there's definitely a note about that. 
and you do a little research finding out how to get to that second layer because getting from layer one to layer two of a lot of planes is just as tough as getting from like Sigil to the plane of fire, for example, you know, uh, but in right. a completely different way. You guys make it easy just by having a spell jammer that can sail, sail you there. Most people struggle as it is. So getting from layer one to layer two is a big deal. So you, you look into that. Um, you also, with Mechanist on the Mind, find mentions in your notes of there is an uh, an order. I should say um, there's, there's an academy in Mechanist uh, called the Transcendent uh, Academy. That is run by a group called the Council of Cogs, which are artificers who look for ideas from all over the uh, the planescape. They're very competitive and exclusive, but it is a place to start in terms of people to talk to and maybe ideas there. So as opposed to finding a blueprint, you find all these like kind of like leads for where you might find that kind of stuff. Awesome. All right. Yeah. I think uh, do something yeah, given the. Given the the immediacy of it, I think he would want to uh, try and see if he can learn anything about what might be uh, reading people's minds uh, or the crew's minds and stuff like that. It's a pretty broad thing. I don't think I don't think Virla or the rest of the crew would know Ill, would immediately think Illithid. Yeah. I think that was a metagamey thing, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll me Arcana, and I'd like you to describe Virla's thought process. What sort of notes is Virla taking into this to help narrow down the search beyond talks and minds? Yeah, okay. Uh, well, first he would want to... Virla has not had his mind read, so he would probably want to, to ask the, the crew about this. Just sort of like the nature of what was being said. Uh, to Kianis, but like uh, particularly like if, if the voice sounded familiar if they mm. spoke on familiar things um, he'd also want to note uh, Egan who he would want to ask Danny has Egan had spellcasting abilities before um, yeah you go looking for Danny and she opens the door into your room from hers and like pokes her head out from it <laughs> what's your question? Oh, mind, mind the data spheres alright um has was has Egan been able to cast spells before? DM was Egan able uh, to cast spells before? Yes, he's an artificer. Oh, okay. He is. So that's uh, not very helpful. Are we rivals? <laughs> would he have been? <laughs> what? Uh, would I he didn't have think had the so, capability? But I kind of feel like the answer is yes. <laughs> would he have had the capability to cast the spells that he could? Well, he's not better than me, so probably not. But he's a fire genasi, and it was a fire spell, so honestly, anything goes. Yeah, okay. Um, then, I guess really the only thing, besides also asking Kiana, um, but I don't think there was anything too specific, just kind of very general threats of, like, returning to the Order, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean... I guess the implication was like, this is my boss's boss and he has scarier bosses. Mm. Uh, I don't know anything about any of yeah. this because they didn't tell me anything. Uh, and I still don't know why they're after me so specifically. Uh, and I didn't know they could do that. So that's so cool. I guess then it would be cross-referencing um, uh, people with mind reading slash uh, pos pos possession abilities with... Uh, I can't... Sorry, hold on. Uh, I I could I should probably make a roll on this because I know 
that the fact that it recoiled at the sound of gith as a language probably is a point in the illithid category, but I don't know if uh, if Kiana would make that yeah. connection. Should I like roll something to see if I well, figure that I'm one out? Say, for years. I'm gonna say you- I did, but I don't think I punched uh, any illithid. No. Hmm? I'm going to say that Kiana might not know the significance of it, but Kiana, just make me like a DC, let's see, it's gonna be pretty low. To, to include it in the list of things you tell Virla, that you find relevant. As a detail. Uh, go yeah, ahead. exactly. Uh, that the only time it seems to Go ahead and make you like a DC seven wisdom check. Like, all right, can you just, do you just have the presence of mind oh. to not leave it out? <laughs> all right, let's see. Come on, baby. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're good. I got a nine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I needed to roll a three or higher and I got a five. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you Ooh. mention it. So, like, right at the end. Virla. Virla, you yes, Virla. have been investigating the presence of psionic abilities as martial prowess. Twice now you've investigated that, and you have learned not of anyone who specifically is trained the exact same way that Kiana is. And you've done some pretty deep, dip, deep digging. Now, you don't have all the records, but... Maybe there's something there. Go ahead with what she tells you. Go ahead, make me a, uh, a, a history or arcana check. You're equally good at both of them. This is the problem with Planescape is that history, things that have happened, is always magical. So it's also kind of arcana. <laughs> I realized that the other day I was thinking about that. I was like, everything here is super. There's no like mundane, like, oh yeah, you want to know like who the, the king three kings ago was? Everything Politics. is magical. <laughs> Go ahead, roll for me, Noir. Oh, hell yes. That's a natural 19. So, uh... What's your total? 26. There we go. 26. 26. You hear this, and you think back, as I was just narrating, you think back to the investigations you've done so far, looking at the martial prowess through psion uh, with a psionic empowerment. You, you, you were thinking, like, you were trying to find someone like Kiana, and you couldn't. And you realize, maybe the lack of any exact matches wasn't because you weren't you weren't finding it it's because it wasn't there this is a completely unique case her specific her specific her specific huh. uh, monastic tradition to use game terms perhaps is maybe this isn't the only case but if so it's so secreted away that you weren't going to find it looking even in extensive libraries you hear the mention that she said of Gith, and you flash back to all this research you've done on the Gith, go back, and I'm imagining, like, the equivalent of, like, going back to the book, uh, like, that that you dog-eared and, like, you pull this huge tome off, open it, but instead it's this, it's a data sphere that you plug in, and you're flashing back. You see a pattern start to emerge. You see a pattern of... Con I've connected uh, the dots. You're, you're connecting the dots. Charlie Day's out. Uh, you see a pattern emerge. <laughs> Yes. The the gith the gith, both Gith Yankee and Gith Zerai, uh taken in as a as a group of people held enslaved for generations, uh imbued with psionic abilities that rose up against their masters. Take another orb, the Dwagar, a group of beings, a race taken enslaved and uh 
imbued with psionic abilities that manifest completely differently than that of the gif. You see this pattern emerging several times, and at the start of every pattern, the same piece of the puzzle. The elephant. Elephant. The elephant. This pattern always that's pushing so cool. for the emergence oh, that's of really cool. psionic abilities to be greater, uh, greater use than the generation before. Always overthrown, uh, scum the uh, aberrations, the, the true aliens to the planescape. If ever there were any, the aberrations, this specific sect, the Illithid, you find as the linchpin at all of these connecting mysteries. Ooh, baby. Oh, man. Powerful. And the big conspiracy board. Powerful <laughs> psionic creatures. It is completely within the realm of possibility that they would be somehow pulling the strings with whatever tools they might have at their disposal. I will immediately just kind of... This is the, this is the most emotion the Vila... Oh! Oh! Vila will immediately run out and like try and like <laughs> gather everyone. And then basically just like... Charlie, what? De- basically Charlie Day, Pepe Silva. Day. Look at the, Pepe look at the gift, look at the gift Yankee, a race of people. Uh-huh. Basically, parrot exactly, a race of people who have been uh, bred and raised specifically to have psionic capabilities overthrew their master. And then I say, what was the other race that you said? I heard Durgar. Durgar. Yes. The dark dwarves. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, I actually would know. Uh, I would have heard of Durgar. Uh, yeah. Race. Yeah. Race of uh, <laughs> race of dwarves bred for stronger psionic capabilities by the Illithid. And then I point at Kiana. A monastic group uh. guarding a portal to the Underdark. Bred for psionic capability. All signs point to the Illithid. Uh, that does make a lot of sense. Noir, take an inspiration. All right, I feel like it's a coin flip if I know about the Illithid. Because you do not know anything about Illithid. It is never yeah. Oh, suspicious, considering it's the Underdark. I feel like, if anything, that's more evidence in this But, you know, it's not, if, what, uh, not knowing a piece of evidence, you know. It's how, how could Kiana could have ever pieced that together. Uh, Noir, go ahead and take an inspiration, because I think you cracked that in episode two or three. <laughs> and I've been sitting on this yeah. with, a, with a poker face that whole time. Oh, that's Beautiful. so cool! Uh-huh. So oh, cool. I love fucking. And it, oh, this is, oh, that's great. I feel smart. Just because I thought about uh, Squid. Squid. <laughs> insulting Squid. them in a creative way. That you, when you were like, "Oh, I insult them in gif," I was like, "No, my mystery." Hey, you want a mystery to be Gith solved? for dummies, illithid, big bad evil guys. The dots are all connecting. <laughs> that's why gif for dummies is on the ship. Can you? Someone make one of those domino <laughs> memes where it's like Danny picking up gifts for dummies, yeah. discovering <laughs> the deep mysteries of the multiverse. Yeah. Um, Austin, oh I don't know. I don't know why we're all surprised. This was exactly what we scripted. This is we we re- we wrote this, and we're just. I, <laughs> it I mean, was supposed I, I to be the end of episode but... reveal. We got there too fast, guys. Read your lines uh. slower. Fantastic. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, Virla drops this yeah. bombshell on all of you. Illithid, I mean, with the exception of Kiana, which is this, this is a noteworthy yeah. hole in your information. The Illithid, or how yes. most of you probably know them, the Mind Flayers, are a dark scourge on the planescape. 
tales of when they used to sail between worlds uh, before the spell plague took out most of the spell jammers uh, are still le and before the gifts rose up are still legendary. Uh, you you know that anecdote in Pirates of the Caribbean where they're like the Black Pearl wherever they go there's no survivors who tells the stories. It was a real case mm -hmm, of that. Mm -hmm. You know, they mm. they would go somewhere ah. they would eat their fill and scour the land and create new thralls. And yeah, they were a blight until the the gif under the leadership of the first gif named gif uh, overthrew them. And they have been on the back foot ever since, being hunted down wherever, whenever they crop up. The Gith Yankee or, and the Gith Sarai, the only thing that can unite them uh, is burning out the small corrupted places that Illithid still hide away from the sun. Well, now? Well, that's a lot. I'm going to squint <laughs> um... at Kiana and see if she looks like she's got any like stealthily disguised tentacles on her or anything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Sim similar to how uh, oh, Birla in episode two tried to like to see if he was gift by like trying to like see if the nose is illusory. Uh, he'll just try sort of like yeah. under the chin to feel uh, burning tentacles. I'm very confused. That's a by dirty what's one. Right now. I rolled a two, but I have a minus one to perception. <laughs> you look behind her. No. You swear you can see somewhere underneath <laughs> her cloak. There's like a little bit of movement, and you're like, that's a tentacle. What is I'll happening? punch it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Roll to attack. All right. All right. Now. No. Unarmed strike. Oh, God. That's a right. uh, 16 to hit. <laughs> What's your uh, AC? My AC is 17. <laughs> okay. Like, uh, Danny comes to slap you and you just catch the hand. <laughs> What's happening? What are we doing? All right. All right, we got, is this about that robot thing? We got a couple things happening right now. Do you we, have we tentacles? On our way to okay. What? Uh, wait, do the astral arms count? I don't think do so. Do they count? No. Do I have tentacles? Oh my god! Because at Nobody this point, like, it's like, tentacles. oh, the okay, Nobody the mind flayers do weird stuff to the people. They give them psychic powers, and I'm like, what? The, wait, what happened? Why? Why do I have psychic well, powers? Just around the other side. I never questioned this before. Trying to like sneak his little cat head underneath to see if there's tentacles. <laughs> it's a shawl. It's not even a cape. <laughs> you can probably oh. see through yeah, it. <laughs> so we are on our way to Mecca. Yes. That's yes. priority number one. Yes. Now, yes. I had spent time on another spell jammer, and hmm? and I heard tales about them. What what elithids, uh, mind flayers, these these squids. Um, I I never met any of them. I I don't know how dangerous they are, but but this doesn't sound too good. Um, no. At some point, we're gonna have to find a way to deal with it. Um, I have no idea where to start. Yeah, I was going to try punching it, but I'm pretty sure they're going to be prepared for that. Now thy enemy. Mm. Yes. We have a name. So we can be more aware That's true. of it. We know they mess with your brain. Mm. So most likely so, any sort of psychic damage. Uh We'll be so we're gonna have to find a way to deal with that. You know, you'd think they'd have figured out that this was a bad idea because, like, the first thing I learned was resisting psychic attacks. <laughs> what did they? How did they think this was gonna go? 
The fact that they have also failed uh, multiple times to create uh, and subjugate a race of psionic uh, people, uh, perhaps we are giving them more credit than is due. Yeah, maybe they're just dumb, actually. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this well, will be fine. They made it this far. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, the stories. Intelligence and wisdom stories. are truly two different areas of expertise. They may be smart, but they may not be wise. <laughs> ah. The stories say that I wonder what that at is. some point they they, they used to rule the planescape. Is, is that correct? Uh, Virla? So. Yes. Well, I was not there. And, but I've heard stories. <laughs> Probably. So they, they, they definitely dangerous. On the other hand, that's actually good because that means anywhere we go, they'll probably know what we're dealing with and not like them very much. It, it, yeah, so we're not they probably can't like in this show alone their exactly face on just any old plane easily, you know. Uh, there's a reason that they're probably hanging out on the mundane plane a lot of the time. So yeah, anytime they stick their don't. squid face out, Gith notoriously show up and slaughter them. We could go ally with. We the might want to try talking to. Yeah, we might want to try talking to uh, Enoch later uh, after we deal with the yeah, mechanist no, stuff. That's no, it, that we, we like know how to deal with Enoch. I yeah, you know yeah. what? I like that. That sounds like a plan. Yeah. We can do that. So. And I I definitely remember his special instructions he gave me on how to find them, even though I didn't write really them down. Somewhere in limbo, <laughs> we just gotta find the portal there. Well, uh, I'll just re-listen yeah. to the episode. <laughs> Last time on Rolling with Difficulty. <laughs> Virla will available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Will, will reach into okay. a satchel and take out a bone that has contact other plane on it. <gasps> Ooh. 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 We don't need to do this right now, uh, but but that is good for yeah. later. Uh, yeah, when we need to, we can call up Enoch and be like, "We figured it so out." It sounds like it's really bad. Actually, think of a to-do list. Uh, go to Mechanus. Yeah, that is number one. And um, yeah, yeah, we first. not blow, not blow it, it up. up. Then we call Enoch and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. do whatever that requires of us. <sighs> Remember when the conceit of this show was that every episode was going to be <laughs> self-contained? This is our Tales of Bossing say episode. It's a short series of short vignettes that are all somewhat interconnected. Vindar, uh, you, you might want to take like two all, steps to the all left. Go, no stop, you know, it never means anything. <laughs> You gotta take yeah. the time to solve. He takes problems. five steps to the left. Speaking that's of another, solving that's problems, another name for this oh, I love it. It's I'll great. No stop. Yeah. <laughs> Fira, you pull out that contact other uh, plane's bone, and as you look, uh, you kind of pull it up and look at it. Uh, you look outside the porthole, and you realize that the ship sort of lazily drifting, basically at like five feet around, because no one's in it. It just has kind of forward yeah. momentum. Um, Oops. <laughs> ba like, yeah. Barely moving at all, basically. But you realize that. You guys are coming up on the portal that you need to travel to Mechanus. Whoops. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, well, I'll dash to it and, and reassume the helm. Yeah, let's just scooch. And uh, steer the ship towards the portal. I'll make A direct bucket. eye contact with Finbar and then jump through one of my trap doors to leave this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a bucket of ice water <laughs> thrown on this revelation. You all split up to take your stations. Uh, Virla sitting in the helm, taking control. Yeah. The ship uh, immediately kind of shifts upright a little bit more under your control now. Moves 
further faster awake beginning to form behind it again. You see approaching the diamond blue ringed portal to Mechanus. And as you crest over, Ooh. you approach not only the Clockwork Nirvana, but you hope answers at long last. And that's where we're going to go ahead and end the episode. Yeah! Wow. Mike, dropped. Jaw wow. open. Seriously, guys, I was like, I yeah. wonder when this reveal will come, because... <laughs> Uh, well, maybe postseason we'll talk about it. More. None of us wanted to metagame it into happening. And uh, yeah, to I really thought it was actually going to happen. At this point, I was like, it probably will be one they encounter something that like makes it obvious it's a it's it's illithid. But you guys solved it. Good job. Mm. Nice work, team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some good rolls. Some good insights. Oof, oof, oof. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for joining. Uh, so much solved. So much happened. And uh, we will see you next week when we enter into Mechanus, the Clockwork Nirvana. Bye, guys. I am so excited. Yeah. I'm going to cause so many problems. <laughs> <laughs> Spanner in the works. Hi, I'm Sophia Ricciardi, a.k.a. Just Danny, and you just finished listening to an episode of Rolling with Difficulty. I bet you've got a taste for adventure now, don't you? Lucky for you, we'll be back next week with another fix of plane hopping nonsense. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or just want to contact the pod, feel free to email us at rollwithdifficulty at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us and leave a review on your podcast platform of choice, and be sure to check out our socials linked in the show notes below for fun extras like character art, Q&As, and more. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a cat to track down. Here, plug, 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 plug. Psst, 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 psst.